Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Good evening, or good afternoon, if you're somewhere else in the world. I'm Cole Eastwood. This is the XNC Podcast. And uh, hit the like button if you think you're going to enjoy the show. You can hit the dislike button, but YouTube doesn't care. They've shut it off. So welcome. Welcome to the show. A good friend of mine for many years. About four years I've known this guy and been playing on the Xbox Live with him. Kid Smooth. What's doing? up, Coach? Thanks. Thanks for having me. I got, I'm got i cheesing from ear to ear because this is my first time on XNC. I'm usually a viewer, um, and I'm happy to be on the show, man. I can't wait to to go in, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's um, some of the news is slow, but the news that's here right now is pretty spicy. So we were talking like before the show, like we were back hanging out in the green room, you know, talking about how it's it might get a little messy, and we're, we've been having fun. If you're an Xbox fan, welcome to the show. If you're uh, if you're just a gaming fan, welcome to the show. But it's a good time to celebrate for sure. And uh, this podcast is live on YouTube. If you're listening after the fact, it's on Spotify, Google, and Apple. So we have that on demand. And after the show wraps, I'll get timestamps up, do my best to kind of make the show more digestible. But kids, smooth. We got, we got some topics today, right? Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's a lot been going on, man. <laughs> I had to jump off uh, Twitter fights and, and make sure I had like some energy for you. <laughs> like you had somebody to headlock and you had, oh, oh it's time to go to the show. Yeah, people have been crazy. We're going to get into some of the crazy stuff. Uh, we're going to talk today. Uh, let me blind you with my, with my topics page here. But yep. we're going to talk a little bit about some of the game updates that are coming out. Some stuff that's kind of been delayed. We're going to talk about uh, some of the highlights that Xbox did for their 20th anniversary, uh, what happened with Black Friday, 
some Halo, Halo Infinite stuff and kind of what's going good and wrong and uh, some big new world premiere stuff that we're going to be hearing about soon at the end of the year. So we'll get into all that stuff, but I got to ask, kid, uh, what have you been playing? Tell us really quick, what, like, what's, what's the big thing that's been keeping you the most occupied? Dude, um, the month of November has been, I've been gaming a whole lot, but it's only been really two games. <laughs> and that's been Forza Horizon 5, uh, and now it's Halo Infinite, the multiplayer. These have been the two games. This literally, I was on pace to beat about 40 some odd games this year, and that has been stopped because I haven't played another game since uh, starting Forza Horizon and then making it to the Hall of Fame and then going in on you know Halo Infinite. Uh, but those have been the two main games. How, how how's those games been impacting you? Because I know you yeah. got access to those early. <laughs> yes, I know. I, I was going to say, because of you, I've kind of been keeping track of how many games I've beat. I'm at like 25 or something this year. Um, yeah, I'm not like Kid Smooth. Over 40 games. That's no, amazing. I don't have 40 yet. I'm not, I don't think almost I'm going to that number. Almost, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm almost done with a, a 26. Uh, it's going to be a crazy week. But uh, having the preview for Forza was amazing. It still is amazing. Still having the game, and then having Halo Infinite. It's been a. It's been a really scary situation having that game, and they send like this long document of what I cannot talk about. So it's been yeah. like, so uh, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Uh, I gotta. I don't normally do this, but I'm gonna move the camera here. Uh, over there, I don't know if you can see it, but I've got see the a, racing uh, wheel. Yeah, I've got a track racing seat. Uh, so. Yeah, I've been kind of messing around with that because <laughs> now I'm seeing it as they haven't got a seven second delay for uh, for the FAA or FCC or whatever they're called. Anyway, uh, FAA, that's for flight. No, no flight simulator. But yeah, I've got driving simulator going on over here so you can see the back of the seat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just really crazy. Like what a perfect time. Forza Horizon is amazing. And just there's one afternoon where I just cruised around listening to my music in the game. Driving around Mexico with a steering wheel and manual transmission. It's amazing, but yeah. that's not why you guys are here to talk about that stuff. But um, we'll get into the topics here. We got to start off with kind of a funny one, kid. Yeah. Give us your reaction to the long-awaited, the most anticipated Spider-Man exclusive DLC for Avengers. Oh, man. Um, I... So it came to me in the email. Square Enix sends their their PR email. I was like, "Oh, it's it's, it's coming out, right?" Um, and then I forgot. I didn't buy this game on PlayStation. <laughs> like, I got it. I mean, I, I have the game on you know Xbox and it's on Game Pass. But I was like, okay. And then I was like, you know, I'll wait and see see what came out. Right. The first time I seen it, right, was a GIF, and I'm like, I thought it was a meme. So I was like, oh, what is this? Like, oh, a new Spider-Man. Meme? I did not realize it was the actual end game animation for the actual character i was like oh that's real <laughs> i'm like this is what we've been waiting for that's like i haven't had the opportunity to to play around with it but from what i've seen it just looks very goofy you gotta do it right do it yeah, do yeah. the do this do the kaibo <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks very goofy it, it, it's not something i would have pegged them at i don't like the uniform or the, the i don't like the, that costume um, and the animation work seems poor. And you would think, I thought, and maybe this is wrong for me, since PlayStation had the, the whole marketing rights and the whole, like, permission to use Spider-Man on only you as a PlayStation, I thought they would just import the Insomniacs, you know, Spider-Man in there, and they would get, like, some sort of, you know, addition that way. 
So when it turned out to be like some sort of generic uh, meme Spider-Man, I was like, yeah, no, this is this is not it. Not it. <laughs> right. Uh, they they had that little montage and people were, oh my gosh, they were having a, uh, just a, uh, they're going crazy with the animations. It looks ridiculous. Like, what's that? I don't really care for that version of his costume either. It kind of looks like pajamas. Yeah. And uh, I stayed with the amazing Spider-Man suit. I think it was called in uh, yeah. Spider-Man 2018 with the, with the heavy white uh, accents on it, the really big spider. So yeah, I love that. But the the standard like classic one just looks like he's in like wool pajamas. <laughs> and so yeah. Crystal Dynamics, that's the problem, Kid Smooth. Like this is Crystal Dynamics. So we're hoping they can bring the heat and, uh, what do they bring with the animations on this Spider-Man character? Um, man, it's just like I, I, I'm mixed because I see I, I, I like Crystal Dynamics. I, I really do like Crystal Dynamics as a studio, and I they have a lot of work that I respect. Um, it's just that just this Avengers thing is just not their thing. They just met their match, and it just was the wrong project for a very good team. It just wasn't uh, the, the the project for them. Um, and it was overshadowed. You could tell they kind of just threw it out there because there was no anticipation. There wasn't like no this big like. Remember with all the other characters, we have like advanced notice. We had like previews. They kind of just like, oh, it'll be available at the end of the month, and we're gonna show you maybe two weeks yeah. before, <laughs> and that's it. And then you know, at that time, nobody was really playing it. I mean, but when did he come out? The when did he come out? Or does he? Or is it? It's not yet. But no, I mean, the, the Black Panther. Black Panther DLC was was amazing. That's actually how I got back into Avengers during. Black remember that when they were flighting Halo when yeah. Big Team Battle came out. I actually mm. that took me away from Halo flighting mm. because I was doing the uh, Black Panther stuff and yeah. I was really enjoying. It. I'm like, wow! If you just play the main the main meat of the game, it's great. But um, yeah, I wasn't going to go buy the game on yeah. PS5 just to, to do that. Just to it comes Spider-Man. out Spider Man. My bad. It comes out tomorrow. That's what it was. Uh, I think it comes out November 30th. The date is for uh, uh, for your Spider-Man. But like, yeah, I'm not like really interested in it. I still haven't played the Black Panther thing. And I do recall when the Halo flight, uh, the big team flight came out, you were playing that. So that's why you didn't um, uh, you weren't playing uh, the, the Halo flight. And I had but, got yeah. early I had got early access to Far Cry. So that's why I didn't. Um, do the oh, big yeah, team that's flight. right. Well, so I yeah, I was just it was like and I don't like. Person, I don't really care for a big team like that, so it wasn't a big deal um, um, to me at that point. But um, yeah, I do want to try the Black Panther uh, DLC. Um, um, so first, uh, yes, you need to you need to mess around with that stuff while it's still on Game Pass. I mean, that whole package was there. But yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll move into Crystal Dynamics. I I got to get a drink. I got I got something over your here. Give me a second, would you? Wow, Colt. Wow. <laughs> oh, what a flex, right? The, the, the full stereotypes on an Xbox. Are you, are you is that Mountain Dew? <laughs> it's Mountain Dew. Yeah, all, all I need to do is uh is I'll cover the logo just so we don't get, you know. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh I just need some Doritos, right? Yeah, and then uh go tell somebody that uh that I don't like their mom. Yeah, then it'd be really good to go. But shout out to everybody in the chat. We got over 300 and almost 330 people watching the show. This is X and C. You know what? Say hi. Send a little emoji to Kids Smooth. We're having a good... We're like just getting into this thing. And uh, there we go. Uh, man, you got me one to... You, uh, <laughs> see, I don't got my own dude. I, I got Canada dry somewhere in the refrigerator. Uh, oh, you're, you're keeping I, I, it, keeping it on the smooth. 
I'm liking it. The the Xbox, you know, fridge, man. How is it? How is it? Because I haven't got. Maybe it's, it's it's on my Christmas list. It is on my Christmas. Okay, list. Uh, it's very cool. It's okay. very very light, okay. um, and it's a little noisy. Like, uh, it's got a little fan probably about this big in it, mm-hmm. but it's kind of noisy. But you won't be able to hear it on the show, and I don't think it really bother you. But it has. There's two different models. breaking news there are two different models that you'll find in target you won't know until you bring it home Mm -hmm. Uh, mine has an on and off switch in the back so you can leave the lights on but turn off the refrigeration part Mm. but uh my friend underachiever has one that has an on eco and off so it has like a full cool and then an eco mode so i don't know what's going on with that but uh, that's the story of the mini fridge in comparison to the console like what's the size because it doesn't look that big it is just big enough to get the Series X inside that green oh. casing on the inside. So, gotcha. uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. It's, I don't know, 1.5 times the size, but that's, that's the mini fridge. Uh, let me know in the chat if you guys either uh, got one, because I know a lot of people are sharing one yeah. sitting in their shopping cart or buckled in the backseat of their car, or if you would like to get one by the t- this time Christmas. It sounds like... Uh, they should be a lot easier to find once yeah. you go in the store. So, uh, a lot easier yeah. than the console. <laughs> yeah, a lot easier than the console, which we're going to get into that in a little mm-hmm. bit. But let's talk about Crystal Dynamics, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're kind of um, they're kind of part of Xbox for just a little bit. But I want to get your opinion on what you think Crystal Dynamics' role is with Perfect Dark, and if you think Xbox is eyeing them for acquisition. Um. Yes, um, Crystal Dynamics, and this is one of the reasons why they are my, uh, uh, you know, one of my favorites because, you know, games like Tomb Raider and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I see them as, you know, they're no pseudo there. They're technically a part of Xbox as a their current job has them pegged as part of Xbox right now. Right. Um, and as I, I still feel the same way as I felt, uh, felt before. I'm excited that they're, you know, working with um, Xbox and the initiative. Um, I can't wait to see like more. I mean, the timeline with, with, with perfect dark or even with the initiative is they, um, we got in, in April of 2018 Gallagher joins, you know, Xbox, we didn't know what he was doing, but he joins, you know, he's going to be at Xbox uh, E3 of 2018. They announced, the new studio led by him, right? And we know it yeah. has a lot of Crystal Dynamics people and Naughty Dog, Rockstar, all these people. And then, um, and then that's it for a little while, right? We get some, you know, some posts from Drew Murray, and when he comes and goes, he leaves, or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, per um, then the Game Awards last year, twenty twenty, right, is when we got the Perfect Dark. They revealed that they're making Perfect Dark. I think so. Yep. Yeah, that stuff really blurs together. Yeah. But yes, I think you're right. And then uh, the rent, I think it was random with the Crystal Dynamics edition. When was that? Was that in September? Yeah, it was uh, toward the end of the summer. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, I remember it well. Because <laughs> a lot of us freaked out at first. Yeah. The way they announced it was kind of sketchy, right? Yeah. Not the best way to announce it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I think... Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm still excited about it. I can't wait till we see it again. Um, we're probably on track to see it, what, probably E3 next year, or next E3, I would say. Yeah. Um, 
I'm, I, I do believe what you to, just to answer your question. I do believe um, this is like a collision course for them to be acquired. And you think about the uh, if you think about Xbox's relationships with other studios and who they keep going back to to uh, to work with or to partner with. Um, they've you know Crystal Dynamics. Obviously, I mean Rise of the Tomb Raider was a, an exclusive for some point uh, at for some part, and Xbox helped uh, with that one. Uh, to get that game out um and so they partnered there um you know avengers is on game pass that's you know what i mean they're crystal dynamics if crystal dynamics is working on a game right i you know it's likely to come uh, uh to xbox but there's long history there they have internal studios that are like kind of hand in hand um that know each other um and this could be a, a situation where you know Avengers, I'm not going to say this, but Avengers, you know, turns out not to be <laughs> yeah. the greatest, right? Morale, people are like, you know what? I'm done with this. Let me go over to the initiative, right? That pretty much essentially stops that from happening from like people like leaving Crystal Dynamics, knowing that, hey, you know, we're probably going to get bought in. There's probably internal co- uh, conversations of them going in. We know uh, Square Enix is kind of moving away from their Western um, studios. Kind and, of burning them too. Yeah, I, I, that's the first time I seen the studio get thrown under the bus <laughs> when they. When yeah, they I mean, tell that. tell tell the audience kind of what Square Enix said about Crystal Dynamics. It was like a week ago, I think. Yeah, they said uh, they weren't. They said uh, this wasn't. What the heck did they say? They said this game, uh, the Avengers, Avengers, Crystal Dynamics wasn't the team. I guess to they weren't ready for a game like that. Something to that matter. They said it nicer, but it, it's something you don't say publicly you say that internally like in a meeting like well no maybe we shouldn't have handed you guys this uh thing that's what it sounds like mm-hmm. um and like you know and i'm sure that rubs people the wrong way it, it'd be like for example if that was that if if crystal dynamics wasn't owned by square enix maybe they were like a a second party partnership like a platinum games right they make games yeah for yeah them, like a, like a contractor they, you yeah. pretty much the developer at that point there would be severed ties they'd be like you know what where we're not doing any business, you know, with them, there will be a public all right. Crystal Dynamics can't do that. <laughs> so um so but what Square Enix can do there's like you know we got this good relationship with Microsoft. We've seen Microsoft has purchased studios from other publishers before. They didn't get rare from Nintendo um at um some point like because I know Nintendo Rare used to work exclusively with Nintendo and they went to Microsoft, I don't think they were independent. I, I think they were owned by Nintendo at that point, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but yeah. I can see a, a situation going down like that. Like right now, Crystal Dynamics doesn't have any work. Um, there, I mean, the <laughs> just throughout Spider Man, there's I don't know what's left on the timeline, but it's a big team. Work with Microsoft, perfect. They ship Perfect Dark. It goes well. They acquired them, but I don't think it's just Crystal Dynamics. I think it's you know I think it's a uh, the IO Interactive as well, I think is I think yeah. IDOs could be a team. I think a Sobo, as much as they work with them, um, I don't know what their current obligations are, but that's a team that Microsoft keeps going back to. I mean, they they, they did you know flight sim. That's you want somebody like that. You don't want to contract. You don't that out let somebody them. else get them yeah. or use yeah. them for their next big masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, like you know, like you said, because I always forget that they worked with Crystal Dynamics and helped finish Rise of the Tomb Raider in 2015 so we already knew that daryl gallagher knows the head of the initiative he knows the crystal dynamics team because he's worked with them now he works for the initiative so like they've xbox crystal 
and the initiative are all kind of fully connected as uh, they, as work partners, they work together. Yeah. So it really comes down to kid. If um, <laughs> it really comes down to crystal dynamics, feels like they have a better work environment relationship with Xbox than they do with square Enix. And I think that's probably a given at yeah. this point, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <that's> let, <laughs> let me get a couple supers here uh, before we move on. We got crazy night boy with the new Zealand $2. Thank you so much. He says, when are we going to get, Gaz on, I think he said means he says a sauce on. Love his vids. Uh, I have Gaz on the show quite a few times, Often. Uh, at least three times. He's amazing. He's hilarious. And when he gets on the show, kid, like you, because you, you've been you were just on Gaz's show like two weeks ago. Yes. Like he's very professional and very well spoken on his show. And yeah. then uh, when he does his regular videos, he, <laughs> he kind of goes off the rails. Yeah, zero to one hundred. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome. RDX son of Fett with the Canadian two dollars seventy nine. He's thank you so much. He says, "When is Canada getting the mini fridge?" Kid, do you know the answer to that one? I know uh, a lot of Canadians have been asking Aaron Greenberg, "Where is the mini fridge up in the up in the north?" Man, I thought this was a worldwide release. Where is it? Only is this only like a like a, a USA UK thing or what? Like you would think the whole North America would be covered at this point. Um. Yikes, man! I, I I don't know. Um, keep mm-hmm. I will keep tweeting. Uh, Aaron Greenberg. They they they're responsive when they feel like a market is missing something, and they that market speaks out. They're very responsive. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. There's a little bit of echo going on. I think it might be my mic, but I don't know how. Um. Yeah. Thanks for like, let me know. No. I always strive for professionalism. Uh, I, I have no idea where it could come from, but uh, I do know it's minor. I can slightly hear it. But uh, okay. hey, you get to hear us twice. No, we'll That's get it figured out. Uh, let's see what we got. <laughs> uh, Brandon, the man, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. It says, great show, guys. Just interested in your thoughts and opinions on Forza banning players for using exploits and glitches. Is that fair if you paid for the game? Now, I'm just hearing about this today because John Daywon Song, I probably said his name wrong, but he's amazing. I'm subscribed to him. watch a lot of his stuff. He put out a tweet today begging, imploring uh playground games to get on these cheats and these bugs and these online error things um i don't know what the glitches are that's what i was asking i was talking to dealer game today i'm like what are what are the cheats like what are people doing and uh you know people cheat if they can find a way but if you paid for the game and you're cheating kid can they take the game away from you oh man all right this is how all right all right so um get legal on us (laughs) see Okay, so for Forza, the only cheat that I knew of, it was a way that they could split the system to get, like, unlimited, like, money um, to buy, obviously, all the cars, all the houses, and get all that crap. So that, I mean, I understand. I would, I don't think that's a bannable, uh, uh, like, offense. Uh, uh, the cheating, I don't like it. That gives the player uh, an advantage over other players. That's the cheat- cheating you have to – and I've been against, like – you got other people like you know Black Bond who thinks that people should be jailed for <laughs> for yeah. cheating. I think people should be you know banned off networks and stuff. I don't think if you bought the game, you bought the game, you own it. It's yours, so you really shouldn't lose access to the game. But I feel like you should be able to lose access to features of the game if you like know, online, online, online and co- stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So a game like Forza, if if people are cheating and they put got themselves in a uh, advantage where you know they car their cars is like unlimited speed perfect assist and they can't like be stopped yeah. or something like that 
Um, that's one thing. Yeah, yeah, because they're using, they're cheating the game, and they have an advantage over everyone else, which you know hurts integrity, um, and that ruins a product because it turns people off. But if it's just a situation like, for example, I'm playing Forza Horizon. I love Forza. I love Forza Horizon. I try to. I play like I keep. I. I've been in this game. I spent money quicker than any other game because I wanted all the houses and I wanted that Mercedes Benz. That that yeah. Mercedes to get the the photo. The, the cover car. <laughs> yeah, it's like two point seven million dollars. It's like two point seven million. I was like, so now I'm down to like under a, a, a million dollars and stuff like that. If hey, what's the AFK exploit? That means away from keyboard. Yeah, so people, what they were doing is like you could like, I don't, I don't know how true it is, but there was an exploit where you could like turn all the assist on, right, and then like have like a rubber band on your controller and just keep driving like fast oh, okay. and just double up because you know how they have the map creator and you could set like how much money you could earn and stuff like that from like oh doing gosh. like getting XP. So they were doing that and just getting unlimited money. Um. I was like, somebody told me about doing it and tried to show me how. I was like, man, I don't got time for that. (laughs) If you're doing that, (laughs) stop it. Learn to enjoy the game. That's like, bro. It's like that's all I said. I'll play like I play the game. Like I, it didn't take me long to get like like. I got all the houses. I and I got the cars I want. And Forza gives like gives you cars for no reason. So, um, so at that point, but yeah, there's my my take on cheating um in forza i don't see see it being a big i don't think people should lose their game so they they could they should be banned for they should be punished somehow but don't lose the game if it's giving you an advantage over other players you got to get banned off the network or banned off the servers or something like that okay i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give kid i'm gonna give you the legal explanation of uh that's contradictory to what you say i'm not sure if it's true but uh as far as i know is if you break terms of service, you, when you buy a game, you are only borrowing the privilege to play it, that license to play the game. And I think that any game has any right to say you can no longer play it, but you just don't see that. You don't see where you would try to launch the game on your Xbox and it says you don't have rights to play this game. That just doesn't happen. So uh, I don't know what they're going to do because people cheat on Call of Duty. They cheat yeah. on, uh, they're cheating on, Halo Infinite, we're, we're mm. going to get into later. We're gonna, yeah. just a little bit. We're going to get into that, but I don't want to go too far because we've got a couple supers that kind of ask or coming back to what we've been talking about. Yep. We got uh, it's going to be good. <laughs> uh, we got JM with the Australian five dollar. I, I love the Australian people; they're, they're so awesome. Uh, hopefully, they're getting Australia. the mini too. But he says, <laughs> yeah. he says, if you can only buy studios if it comes with an IP, or else you could just recruit them. What IP will Microsoft own if they acquire Crystal? Now that's a good point because they don't really own an IP. They've just made games. And uh, I know kid and I talked about how they'd be a great fit to acquire, but Mm -hmm. actually don't you think kid that Xbox game studios is in a better position to just manage a second party partnership for as long as they want to like work out a couple of games with them instead of bringing them on and having more to manage. What do you think about that? Cause they're already at 23. Yeah. Um, Well, all right, so from we haven't seen anything like this before, right? Um, and that's why we think, oh, this is too much. But look what like Disney and Netflix and stuff is dealing with as far as how much teams and stuff they have because they own, they have, they, you would think if you were put them in a vacuum, you would think they own half the market, right? Um, so what I, what I would consider with, sure, there's other things you can go out and, and people are, you know, big on like, 
gaining previous IPs and stuff like that. I think that becomes bigger with publishers when you acquire, when you get publishers who have a house full of IPs underneath them. Um, I would think, I think Crystal Dynamics, you can get away with getting a Crystal Dynamics. Because think about it, all the other studios Xbox purchased were the only IP heavy studio or team was Bethesda. Everyone else kind of like was... Like, for example, State of K, they only, I mean, Undead Lab, State of K, I mean, just yeah. one game, do you not, ideally, if we were to look at that, if there was a rumor, Xbox is going to buy Undead Labs, would you have cared? <laughs> like, it, like it, it, all together, it looks major. Even even um, Ninja Theory, they have, all right, they have, we, we know now, help, but if you take that away, right, Ninja Theory's made a lot of games. They made a Devil May Cry before. They don't own Devil May Cry, but yep. Hellblade itself, if you didn't see the new Hellblade, if you didn't see that, right? And we didn't see that, it wasn't that big of a deal like all the IPs they got. We just, we weren't happy because Ninja Theory has a whole ton of IPs. We were happy because their latest game looked very good. And we know right, what, yeah. what they're going to do with the... At that time, we were like, well, what they're going to do with the Xbox One X? <laughs> because this was before the Series X and Series S was a thing when they got acquired. So we was like, well, we know they can make good-looking games. So that's why we were excited about that. Um, Playground, we, they only made Xbox games, so they were yeah, ready kind of an Xbox IP. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what other studio compulsion. They ain't got no IPs. <laughs> right. I mean, that's kind of what, uh, you know, the hardcore Xbox fans, they yeah. don't necessarily want IPs. Yeah. They just want studios working on new stuff. Yeah. And we've talked about that a lot, haven't we, kid? About yeah. how we want xbox to like what do you have that's new like building something new and then you look back and they grab they build this initiative studio yeah. this is my only complaint about the initiative is they yeah. built this big new triple a studio and then they gave them an old rare ip it's like okay well i guess they got to kind of get their mm-hmm. they got to kind of get things moving and and build something instead yeah. of brainstorming a brand new character and all this stuff it'll but, take longer um, it's easy to fast track this is all right this is my it is take. easier this is and, my take on this and I'm so sorry, dude. No, uh, I'm joking. All right, all right. So it's easier to you can it's easier to, to work with source material if you already that's, sure. that's a whole lot of R and R and D research and development R and D you don't have to do. There's already an existing university. All you have to do is make it current and make it better than what it was, which is fairly easy because rare was it. I like Perfect Dark, but it wasn't like anyone starts to imagine like the best game ever. No, right? Not whatsoever. They have a their work is cut out for them. So the reason why I was happy about the perfect dark scenario because I encode this like early when I was doing like videos and stuff when I was begging for a rise to and stuff like that I was making videos about I want perfect dark to be redone and Xbox needs to tag you this were studio. oh my gosh at, yeah I was asking yeah. about I was asking for Crystal Dynamics or IO Interactive because this was before they got the initiative and then when they got the initiative I was like oh, perfect dark Daryl we have already seen what Daryl did with Tomb Raider he can do the same thing with Joe in the Dark. So I've had these yes. videos out there. And so I was like, like they got to make perfect art. They got to make perfect art. And then what, what threw me off the high horse, but my, but my issue was, it was my issue. What I wanted them to do was I want them to do a perfect dark in the vein of Tomb Raider Uncharted meets Splinter Cell, Hitman sort yes. of thing. And it just yes. in the perfect dark universe. So that's what I wanted. So that's how I was like, yeah, this is exactly what he's going to do. And that's what kind of what they've said too in their yeah. uh in their promo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I um so that's why I just so when it was 
announced. It's like, I wasn't surprised. I was just, I felt validated. So that's why, like, me personally, I don't mind um, them working on old IP and whatnot. And the thing about Rare, who has a full library of IP that they're never going to make again, they got Xbox has a bunch right. of studios that can make those games much better than what Rare can probably do at this thing. Like, Rare has their, there's a lot of talented people at Rare. And not saying that they can't make games, it's that what they're excelling at isn't the type of games that they made in the past. It's the CFDs, it's the games like they want to create, they want to yeah. create like a new experience. Yeah. Um, and and the, they have tons of IPs, but yeah. are any of them like resurrectable, like where you could make like a banger out of uh, yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> out of like their boat racing game? I mean, they got some yeah. weird stuff, but well, but, but uh, think about it. I'm when with they, you when they because, did Killer Instinct, who, who, who did it? It wasn't rare, yeah, it wasn't rare, yeah. yeah. But they need to go bigger. They need yeah. to go bigger. And when I, I've never been a fan of Tomb Raider, but mm-hmm. and I wouldn't care. I wouldn't go back and play an old Tomb Raider. I know people who grew up with them probably think they're a lot better than I would. Mm-hmm. But when I first saw Tomb Raider in 2013, yeah. I think it was, I was like, "Holy smokes!" Like I'm, I'm getting that game, yeah. and I want to feel that moment next year when they show Perfect Dark because you nailed it. Like if it is a Splinter Cell uncharted style uh mirror's edge uh mm-hmm. like all this stuff that it does because they're gonna have movement and shooting and if it has like a if it just has that grit it's gonna and i i know that's what daryl gallagher pushes for yeah uh, all right let's see we got yodani quizada with the he's a member of the channel for he's one month shy of two years which is amazing you have that people that support long? the channel yeah he's, he's on all the podcasts <laughs> i always talk to him in other people's chats He's awesome. He says, if y'all want an Xbox mini fridge, call. <laughs> he's he's old school like this. He says, call your local Target. And if they don't have one, ask which stores do. <laughs> oh, he's got he's got the retail ask. He says okay. the DCPI number is what you want to give to help them. So he's absolutely right because I saw somebody on Twitter on was it a Saturday? Uh yeah, I think it was. I can't remember. Uh said, Oh, I, I went to Target and they had one. So I looked on the app. I looked on the website. It told me nothing. I did the old fashioned and called the phone. And uh, they said, yeah, we got two down here. And then we raced across town and uh, the Xbox mini fridge. So thanks you, Donnie, for the, yes, please call. Just call and talk to a person. Call and hit the button to talk to electronics and see if they have one. And uh, I don't know. It's a pretty cool thing for 99 bucks. Crazy night boy with the New Zealand $2 says, if we go back to gas, says love is crazy vids, gets me hype. He says, also love my vids. Thank you, buddy. And Risk It for the Biscuit with a two-pound super chat says, I believe 100% that Xbox will acquire Crystal Dynamics. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. I- I'm thinking they shouldn't, but we'll we'll, we'll well get into that maybe later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, as far as management, uh, it, you know, kind of get a look at that because Matt Booty's already managing 23. Well, he's managing like 15, 16, and then you've got uh, the other you know, Bethesda's kind of they self-contained. Their own, yeah, self-contained. Yeah, they don't have to have like Matt Booty doesn't have to be there making sure they can kind of do both. So, yeah. uh, crazy night boy with another New Zealand two dollars says Colt, could you get Phil Spencer on your podcast? Uh, I think the answer would be yes, but probably in a long time. There's some really great, well-respected podcasts out there, uh, like Paris is po- uh, Paris's team with uh, Gamertag Radio. And some, and you know, you've got Ryan McCaffrey from IGN. They've had Phil on, and sometimes it takes years, but maybe one day, maybe I, I'm trying my best. Like this is XNC is a really small 
podcast that I'm starting very up. Very new. <laughs> yeah, very, very new. This is episode 30. I uh, just started in May, you know, every week, so it counts up quickly. But very, very new podcast. And I was on RDX for a long time, and Dealer built that show over four years. So, yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. Uh, Gaming Attic with the $2 says, kids move in the house. Let's go. Gaming Attic, I have to have you back on. I had you on in the beginning of when I first started the show, and his internet like went out. There's a huge storm. And he had to bail, so I owe him one. So we'll get him on here. And uh, yeah, all right. Let me uh, let me do another thing. I'm going to change something here. Let me put. Uh, I'm going to kind of highlight some of the people who've been who been uh, supporting the channel. We got to get into these topics. I've got uh, two more here. Uh, Feral Drop Bear, <laughs> great name. Australian five dollars says hi, Colton kid. Cheaters plague the leaderboards on Forza Horizon Five. I saw in the chat, kid, mm-hmm. that. Some guy had like forty thousand feet on a on a super jump. What? <laughs> uh, something like that. Yeah, he says like I'm trying for twenty three hundred feet. Then some guy in the leaderboard has forty thousand feet. <laughs> That's a glitch. <laughs> yeah, it gave me attic with another two dollar. Thanks, gave me attic. He says, Cole, you and Smooth have great balance, man. And you know what? It's kid and I talk. We we don't get on Xbox Live enough, but when we do. You know, we got dealer there and maybe Zocker and Rand. Like, oh man, we have some laughs and uh, oh, yeah. I think it's not being recorded sometimes, right? <laughs> All right, let's uh let's get into the next thing. Uh real quick, kid. Uh C Project Red just said, Yes, yes, Cyberpunk is next year, quarter one, twenty twenty two. Have you played the game or are you waiting? <sighs> okay. So uh funny story about <laughs> Cyberpunk, right? So I actually got a review code for the game. Uh, it was a pity review code because they gave it to me like the night before it came out, right? And, oh, and I'm like, usually when that happens, that's not a good sign <laughs> for a game because it was a big game, cyberpunk, right? So I'm like, uh, like a night before. So um, they're just like slip it under your door real quick. And yeah, then but I played it a little bit and I couldn't, I couldn't get into it honestly. I just like, ah, I'm not like, you know what I mean? It was, I was still on the high of next generation you know xbox series x P- ps5 there's just games i just wanted to play and cyberpunk was having all these issues i didn't like care for it it um i didn't really care and i was like you know what how old did it feel to you when you played it like it's not that it felt old it, just, it all right it, it that's all right it did it felt it felt dated it did feel dated i, yeah, I will yeah. say that it did feel uh feel dated so i with cyberpunk i just felt like i couldn't I can't lose myself in the world. I wasn't really, it wasn't capturing me. Um, oh, okay. I mean, it did, it did me, but it did feel old, but go ahead. Did you, did you finish the game? Oh yeah. Yeah. I put like wow. 120 hours. Fonz Damn, and dude. I were, Fonz and I were both kind of like, we got in this moment where this game isn't amazing, but it's really good. And it doesn't look incredible. Yeah. Wait, it looks incredible. Eh, you know, it was like, yeah. We knew that the updates would take forever, so yeah, we thoroughly enjoyed it. But go ahead. <laughs> when I played, so the thing is, is like, so I played like I don't even think I got it installed anymore. But it's like what I did was like I was like, all right, I don't think I'm going to play through. I don't know when I'm going to have time to play through. I was like, maybe on the top of the when the top of the year comes, you know, after I play through the launch games, the Valhalla's. Remember Valhalla was out and all that stuff, and oh yeah, I was playing oh, yeah. that. And then I end up falling in love with Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Oh my, that was like my favorite game of 2020 um and what else uh so in about time you know there was room for cyberpunk 
I ended up falling in love with a game called Outriders. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. like, and I ended up playing that. Like, that was, like, one of the first live service games I actually got, like, in and I stuck with. Um, but so what I what I figure I do now is, like, no, I'll wait for the next-gen version, which I thought was coming this year. <laughs> That's not mm-hmm. And then later and later and later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Iron Lord's curious. podcast gives a super $10 from Cognito himself. Ooh. He says, salute to Lord Kidsmooth. So great to see him on XNC. Cog was just on here a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Man, like this whole community. Fantastic. Cognito, Iron Lord's podcast. Awesome people. Awesome people. Awesome people. Every week I look and I'm like, what are they doing? You know how me, me and Cognito live, so, we live close together. You think we like, like, usually I, so me and Cognito has a, have a funny relationship, right? I purchase things from Cognito. He's purchased things for me. We'll meet up at like a spot in front of like a grocery market or something like that. And it's oh, like that sounds shady, man. What are you guys selling? Because <laughs> it's like he, he his he's always up early. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll be yeah. at work at the time, so I can I can, I can I can meet you in the morning. But it's like me, we gotta we gotta get together because we live close enough where I can go see Cognito at any time. It's just it's just always convenient. We were like, oh, you got this? How much you want to sell it for? Oh, that's funny. Uh, he, he came up to Seattle area uh, last October, yeah. I think it was. Mm-hmm. And um, my family and I just took a weekend trip so him and I could go have lunch together. And uh, I got to say, man, meeting the people that you've talked to for years on mm-hmm. online or on Xbox or on your gaming, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So such a privilege. Like we just sat and had a burger and and I drank like 13 dr peppers and uh we uh, it was great it was pouring rain outside we're inside a nice little uh, tavern restaurant and uh, it's amazing so i really hope e3 comes back because yeah. uh you're gonna go right uh, i don't know it depends it really all depends we'll see we'll okay. see what happens <laughs> all right look, let's talk real quick um this isn't like a super hot topic but mm-hmm. i'll just spout out mine and then maybe you checked yours xbox did their 20th anniversary thing where they let you look at your history going back and they showed that my most played game on the entire Xbox platform was Borderlands 2. Kid, I think I might know when yours is, but did you do this thing where you, you get the little Tron dude that walks around the museum? Did you do this? Yes, and I, I think I still have it in my favorites um, uh, because I did do this um, um, museum thing. And my most played game, you can probably guess it. And I, I was actually a little embarrassed because I thought, like, there's no way, but it's NBA Live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my it's, gosh. It's NBA Live 19. 19? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's – I was like, well, damn. Now, I was trying to find a way. Can you check by platform, or is it just tell you overall? I think what it did was it picked, and I, there's yeah. nothing I played more on uh, – more on – there's nothing that I played more than – the 360 version of borderlands 2 even on xbox one and i I, actually it could have been forza horizon 3 but it definitely was borderlands 2 because i did all the dlc i played through Mm -hmm. it multiple times with so many different friends but the funny thing kid is it didn't count how much time i put into the handsome collection on xbox one which i played through a ton of that as well so uh some guy was like oh you know xbox cole eastwood played a multi-plat was his highest played game you know, it wasn't Crackdown 3. What can I say? But uh, we're out there fraud and playing our multi-plats on the daily, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it was NBA Live, right? So, and it, I got – the thing is I have 
an embarrassing amount of time in NBA Live, like to the point where when it was telling me my most play, it was breaking down my most played games by years. It was I three-peated with NBA Live 19 because they stopped <laughs> making them. Like, so, uh, but my top genre is shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah. Uh, when I'm not playing NBA Live, I'm apparently I'm playing a a, a shooter. So um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty crazy how much history is in a in a 20 year Xbox is fairly new to the scene. So it's pretty amazing what we played. Um, but Xbox has had a really great year. In fact, I think kids smooth. I think the year has been so good mm-hmm. that people, some people can't handle it because this black Friday, the dominating cell, cell console is the, nobody wants it underpowered holding back next gen Xbox series S kid. Do you have some receipts on some of the, the fraudulation that was going on with some of these people, the, uh, the the fraudimagation of uh people getting mad that Series S yeah. is sold more than the PS5 yeah. and the Nintendo Switch. This is this is the problem, right? Right. So the, the all we heard about the um Xbox Series S is that nobody wants it, it's weak, da da. It's not they should have done this, they should have done that. And when all people did in September, October, they'll go to their a random Target or Walmart and like there's an Xbox Series S in stock. Nobody wants it. I'm window shopping Xboxes. <laughs> this just to show how much it's not selling. So they go to these stores, take pictures of these consoles, and post it on Twitter to prove a point. Can you um, imagine, like, these guys are, like, with their wife shopping and getting, yeah. like, diapers on, and babe. stuff. And he's like, hold on, babe. Hold I gotta- on, babe. I see an Xbox Series S. <laughs> and she's, like, <laughs> smacking the phone out of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like so the ridiculous point, right? So people make these arguments, and now that it comes out that oh Xbox Series S is one Black Friday. Oh no, not only did it win Black Friday, it also PS5, Series X, and the Nintendo Switch OLED, which is beating the shit. I'm sorry, beating the crap out of anything <laughs> that's like on sale. So and and the, the first thing people says, well, that's because it was available. No, who? Of course, somebody's gonna buy it. There was nothing else to buy. You couldn't buy PS Five. Gonna buy Series S. Really? I, you know, I once went into a Walmart looking for true story. True story. mm -hmm. (laughs) I went looking for a particular headset. Okay. For my Xbox, I was looking for a headset. They didn't have it. You know what I did? I went to GameStop and bought the headset I was looking for. Oh, you mean I, you didn't? I didn't oh, buy you didn't what just was settle there. on on the lowest quality one because you had to leave with a headset. I know where you're going. <laughs> like, well, of course, I don't understand that. And you know what bugs me? You know what bugs me? Every month, right? Oh, PlayStation did this. Oh, PlayStation. I was selling Xbox two to one, and you go to your store. And, well, since Xbox is not selling, let me go buy an Xbox. Oh, it's sold out. Oh, what does that mean? PlayStations had to be more available than Xbox for them both to be sold out and one sells more. I was like, so you can now use this concept on the Xbox Series S, but you couldn't use that concept on a Series X and and, and PS5 when you're using these metrics. Oh, PS5 sold this much, Xbox sold this much, but the difference is they're both sold out. Like, 
I don't get it. So now it's this, we're going to pity, we're going to pity an idea of something being available. That's, it's bad that this thing's available to buy. That that means you're failing because it's available. Okay, all right. Here's the thing that, gosh, these armchair analysts, kid, like they don't ever think past as far as they can reach, right? They're crazy. So one of the things that we hear, there's two parts of this I got to talk about, what we'll bring up. Uh, one of the parts is, you know, that you hear this all the time. PlayStation 5 is in more demand. It's like, is it? I mean... Last time I checked, you cannot find a Series X. They're both sold out. Here's the other part, kid. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite. The Series S and X, uh, well, the X is sold out, and the Series S won the Black Friday sales, yeah. whatever that means. Like, I was talking to Randall Thor 19 today, and he said, winning Black Friday doesn't mean you're going to win MPD for the, yeah. mo- for the month. So. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. And, you know, of course, there was a lot of them to be sold. But here's the funny thing. Tons of people went out and bought the Series S, and they're buying the Series X online as soon as they hit the market. Knowing this, Kid Smooth, they know that every game that comes out on those two Xbox consoles, you don't have to own that console to play them. That's the crazy thing that PlayStation diehards, like we're talking about 1% to 3% of the of the population of people who are like, Chris, you, I don't, I don't like Xbox and stuff. So they, they forget like the PS five. If you want to play PlayStation games, you have to own a PS five or a PS four mm-hmm. yeah. and you can't buy a PS four anymore because they're not really in stock. So yeah. the Xbox, they, they always hold that over on Xbox yeah. guys, right? Kid. They say, you don't need an Xbox. Nobody needs an Xbox. You know, it's irrelevant. They've made yeah. their console irrelevant. But people are still buying them. Yeah. Millions of them sold. Yeah, it's. I, I never understand the the, the, the argument and the, the the argument they try to make against uh, the Xbox. Like, uh, and that argument, or that whole idea is just Asian, like like sour milk. Like, I don't. The fact that this whole the whole remember the whole exclusive when Xbox was up front about like, no, we're gonna be supported for. Uh, you know this many years and they were legit because as of 2022 there's no more xbox one games natively you get that's why they had to enable the cloud like if you think about first party games in 2022 none are xbox they're all series x from this point on so right. um yeah which is strange because all the 2022 games for the other platform is cross gen whatever but um so the thing is about the um People not needing an Xbox, they deem their console irrelevant uh, because they want to support the Xbox One and you can play it on PC, you can play it on this and that. And the third, yes, you have all these options to play these Xbox games, but yeah, there's somehow Xbox still created some sort of demand for a Series X yeah. and a Series S. Otherwise, neither would be uh, sold out with Series S. I, the thing is, the Series, it's not that they're sitting on shelves, they're just more available. There's just more available, they come more uh, available more often than Series X and more available maybe than the, uh, the PS5. But um, there's obviously a demand for an Xbox console. The Series S is, whether it, it's sold because it's only available and it's cheap, but then explain the Series X, which is not cheap. And when it, every time it comes available, it goes just as fast as the PS5. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say some stuff that uh, I can't prove. Yeah. I can't, uh, I can't tell you where I heard it, but just take it as... That could probably be true. How about that? Is that okay? That's fair. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Some of the information I'm going to share with you is that it's possible that you can get two Xbox Series S's 
hardware-wise out of the factory uh, for every one Series X because of the materials involved to build the console. Uh, and you can kind of you can guess that might be true based on like the power differential, the yield, and the silicon, and all that. That for every one at Series X, you can get two Series S's off the assembly line. So another thing that we may have heard is that Xbox made a decision uh, late in the year to push more Series S's to retail than X's because they knew they would be a hot commodity. And why would they not when you're offering a $300 next generation, full featured game pass and Xbox studios uh, supported console right there on the shelf. And if you make them more available, then you're going to sell more. And it's like supply and demand. I got to read this tweet. I won't give the name kid, Mm -hmm. but this person said Xbox series S was not the most sought after console most sought after console in quotes during black Friday. That's a false narrative. Now, no one said that they just said it was the most sold. He's he or she says in actuality, Xbox series S was the most available or stocked console during black Friday, which is why it sold more. And then he goes to your point kid. He says, or she, (laughs) or it, (laughs) some people are just willing to settle was like the, the end punchline. Right. So, uh, and that's kind of why I had to say, one one thing I didn't bring up, kid, was they're also throwing all of this Series X hardware in data centers, not in on store shelves yeah. for the cloud, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's kind of uh, that's the perspective. What other kind of uh, what what other things did you see on social media? Because people just weren't handling that Xbox was getting a W because they've had a great year. Yeah, Xbox has had an uh, incredible year. Um, when all uh, when all said and done, when you look at it. Very incredible. We got stats and, and stuff to prove that. Um, but no, man, it's um, people are coming up with their own fake analytics. Like this one dude says, I've actually seen the Xbox Series X available more often for longer amounts of time than the PS5, though. Where? <laughs> like, where did you see that? This is coming from someone who has both. I love that. That's a token sentence. Make sure you. Say I just you started both. seeing. <laughs> I just started seeing Series S's in the store like maybe a month ago. But um, all year, I've never seen them in the store. You always go in, and they've got like headsets or controllers shoved in that in the case. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, oh, go ahead. I, I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> somebody corrects him and says, "Well, I've seen the opposite. I see PS Five drop one to three times a week, and they do. You, I, I have I follow every stock drop thing because when I was trying to get consoles for friends and family and whatnot." Um, I you follow all those um bots and stuff on Twitter that tells you when stuff releases. PlayStation Five yeah. get the most restock of of them all. Like I feel like the series most I get, often. You mean more? Yeah, more more often. PS Five gets the most restocks. I, that's where I get all my alerts from. It's like okay, and I and I have to send it to my coworkers. Like hey, PS Five, PS Five, PS Five. Do it now. Um, and so I, I don't know why anybody would want to deny that. It, I mean, it is what it is. PlayStation has manufactured more PS5 than Xbox did Series Xs and Series Ss. That's that's what I feel because that's that's the only explanation. How can you say it's not like it's PS4 and Xbox One days when you go in and you can just pick up an Xbox One and you look at the MPDs and you know PS4 <laughs> right. dominated. It's, it's like, like yo, you can't buy an Xbox Series X and you and, and I mean like for example, a lot of people are fronting and saying, oh Series S is stocked up. After I have Three GameStops, 
two targets. I saw like four at Target when I got the mini fridge. Within my uh, four-mile radius, right? And if I'm lucky, none would have a Series X, by the way. But one of them yeah. would have a, a two Series S's. And I'm like, but I, I just gave that, but that's four stores in like a five mile uh, radius and stuff like that. Um, that would ha- have the opportunity to have this. So it's not like they're crazy, uh, that they're crazily stocked uh, with these things. Um, I wonder if Gaming Forte could give us an idea of what those oh, yeah, that proportions awesome. look like. Because he runs a GameStop where he lives. I've had mm-hmm. him on the show. He's awesome. Um, yeah, it's just funny because, um, yeah, I'm just starting to see them in stores. And the whole thing, like, nobody wants a Series S. Uh, I have one. I got made of so bad for having a Series S plugged up or plugged into this TV next to my X. Mm-hmm. But I would play back and forth once in a while. And I've done a couple of comparisons. Mm-hmm. But I finally moved that one into the family room. My son's using it. And I want to buy another one for my other kid. So I get them off the 30 frames, you know, because yeah, yeah. it's not safe, right? It's not safe. Let me get a couple supers here, kid. Uh, we got Hargy Johnny. It's amazing. Thank you for the $5 super. He says, is this when we start seeing Xbox takeover in sales? The Series S will always be easier to produce over the PS5 and Series X. Yes, he said that before I talked about that, that information about uh, yield. But uh, let me give you some numbers, kid. Yep. Uh, Z Huge, Daniel Ahmad, Ahmed said that... They speculate that the Xbox Series S and X consoles up till October have sold 8 million consoles. Now, we don't know. We can assume most of those are S's, right? Yeah. 8 million. The PS5 is sold 13 million. We're no longer seeing the two to one ratio. And somebody in the chat said part of the reason for Series S having a popular sales draw is because of Forza and Halo. What do you think about that? All right, so I think even though we all complained about, you know, Xbox <laughs> stockpiling the the last three months of the year and whatnot, um, I feel like this year uh, it worked out well because the thing is, is that they have, uh, a, like, everything they've dropped this year has been, like, pristine. Like, they've been, like, like good, like... The games? The games. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So now you got the situation, it, 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 which now is like, it's very, 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 very smart. You got the holiday season, Black Friday, you got Xbox Series S all over the place that you, can, you can't find an Xbox One. And you can't barely find an Xbox Series X. And what are the most popular games people have been talking about over the last six weeks? Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> I mean, sure, they're yeah, playable yeah. on PC and Xbox, but if you're, you're a parent, you're looking at, oh, Xbox, Xbox. We know these things exist on Xbox. Like, <laughs> like, it's 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 perfect timing, um, and because now they have they have the availability of the console, and they have two mega hit games, and one of them is about to have a second launch. So, like, well, what's what was the low point of twenty twenty one? Like the launch year, uh, as I look at the calendar spinning around for the for the Series X and X, like I think medium was kind of their low point. Yeah, the game I mean, did okay, it, yeah. it didn't run great, but like, I, don't you kind of look at are we looking through rose-colored lenses? Like, I feel like once you got into the spring, they had all these exclusive and timed exclusive deals, and the mm-hmm. games were all really well received. Yeah, even the ascent, which was kind of lower, was really, really uh, good. Cool. I think, yeah. I think the ascent was unfairly uh, rated, honestly. But um, yeah, the thing it was is, good. it was good. 
what the thing about Xbox what kept it like afloat because there's a lot of things people is a lot. All right, so this is the thing as an Xbox fan, maybe we're over uh stating what they've done and not Xbox fans like underestimate what they've done. So when you factor in lunch, lunch is always gonna be hot hype. It's a new console, new machines, games are running. We're just at this point, we're just happy games are hitting 60, 120 frames per second, and, yes. and there's ray tracing here and there. So there's just this hype to get like just to play these new games that hitting these new levels that we weren't accustomed to unless you played on PC. So when you get over that, right, what happens? In January, we get the medium, and then what happens next? FPS boost. And then, yes. oh, shoot. Okay. So now you got all these games, and they, they're steadily coming. You also have, like, the whole Bethesda Okay, well, hold on, hold on, because, like, you just, like, <laughs> dove into, you dove into, like, the perfect <laughs> time territory. Hold on. <laughs> hold on the field, hold the FPS boost. I got a couple supers. I yep. want I want to give you the mic on the FPS yeah. boost because we were talking pre-show and like this is uh this is great stuff. Because Crazy Night Boys from New Zealand, two dollar thank you. He says again for Crazy Night Boys says Colt, you're the man for Phil. Also love you, Kid Smooth. Kid Smooth's got the fans out there. And Zach Davis with the five dollar thank you. He says I'll be listening to the rest of the stream with the earbuds in at work tonight. But anyone say anything about Fable Four? We'll probably bring up Fable in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should give if you're enjoying the show, move the live chat out of the way. I know it's kind of a pain on on mobile, but minimize the chat. Give a like. Let's get this up to 500 likes. Kid and I are full energy tonight. We have a lot of stuff to talk about and some new things that we'll be seeing. So if you're enjoying the show, show your support. Hit like. We're live on YouTube, and uh, that means a lot. Uh, and one more, a two pound super chat from Quip says hello from Northern Ireland. Much love, man. I would love to go to Ireland. Uh, I just want to make sure I don't get it. I don't want to read a super. It's going to get us into a rabbit hole. So I'm just kind of like trying to get this. Uh, True True 77, a member of my channel for, for three months. He has the Raz picture I drew. He says, Colt, we need to talk about your drive guitar. Have a great show, guys. People always saying that I'm ramming them off the road. That's not me. Talk to Playground. I'm a phenomenal racer. But, kid, let's talk about. You're, you're so right because the beginning of the year, like you have a brand new console, you get into January, February, and you don't really have anything brand new to play that's exclusive. Mm-hmm. But Jason Ronald, the man with the. With and you the had him on your beer. show. You had him on I your did. show. I did. Yeah. I did. He's awesome. Yeah. But like this is not to be overlooked. John Linneman was singing his praises two days ago. Yeah. So talk to us about FPS Boost. Uh, you were kind of telling me before the show. Bro, dude, FPS Boost um, has been one of my, like, all right. So since July or June of 2020, I kept saying Xbox will have more 60 and 120 frames per yes. second games. I have a screenshot. I've been saying that for so long. And because of FPS Boost, I will never lose. <laughs> I can, I can, I was like, I told you. So like, I've been using it and it's been my saving grace. And it's been honestly FPS Boost. When when Xbox when there wasn't no really like major games, uh, for the first half of the year, yeah, oh, I was yeah. playing just games in my library that got a free upgrade. So like I beat like Mirror's Edge Catalyst. I, I had a blast playing at 120 frames per second. Like it was just it's just like dope. Like holy crap! Like like this Wait, is the second Mirror's Edge got boosted. Yes, <laughs> like it's, oh, uh, it's 120 frames per second. <laughs> I mean, they did. They did like 120 games. I so chat. I got. I kind of said it over while kid was was yelling. But I, I literally in my phone, I have his screenshot where he said, "Book it." I think that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, book, book it. it. <laughs> Xbox is going to have more 
120 <laughs> FPS games in the PS5. And I love looking at that screenshot because they want to go at him so bad. They got yeah. nothing to stand <laughs> on. Nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. So, and, and I'm, I'm going to stick by that. But yeah, so like with the FPS boost, it was a big thing. So I couldn't wait to the updates. And they, they had that major update. And I remember you guys had like a little glimpse of the, the leak when it was uh, the, the, the list had compiled where they had the big push when they, I think, added like. I think 75 to 100 at that one point i forgot what month it was where they had like the biggest update um i think it was february well february is when they announced that they were so i think i looked i think it was february when Martin, they announced like 90 games or something yeah. so, so you remember Martin, in the chat also like i wrote it but chat while while you're listening tell us what fps boost games that you've been like yeah. that you've messed around for more than a couple minutes go ahead kid yeah so so fps boost is like I've played a lot of games because of FPS, and, and, and believe it or not, select a few games, publishers went out and had to literally manually update PlayStation so they can have parity because of Xbox FPS boosted their game, and the only way you could play it uh, at a higher frame rate was on um, the Xbox platform, and now with the most recent ones, right, because they, they've done all the Xbox uh, One games, and they added the Xbox 360 games now that they're doing, mm-hmm. which the 360 games get two bonuses, Uh some a lot of them of do the, a lot. Yeah, yeah, well, some of yeah. them, not all of them. They get yeah. two bonuses, a resolution boost and a frame rate boost. And the one thing that surprised me, the Series S, you know how games were like it either got FPS boost or not on a Series S? Series S, the games that got resolution boost on um, Series S, they, they those resolutions get boosted to uh, 1440p. Yeah, yeah. So, which was like, or, holy yeah. crap. So <laughs> it's like, you're, you're still like, I'm like, I'm not mad in these games. If you guys haven't played, I played Fallout 3, Gears of War 3. Oh, um, I need to Cameo. load up 3. I was playing Judgment, which is like still 720p. Yeah. And Bro. I loaded up uh, Gears Ultimate, which I think is, is that one 4K? It, it, I think I, it got I've enhanced. Been, I, think I, it, I haven't played it since it's up. Uh, I, I think it's 1080p 60, but you're right. Because uh, John Lennon was talking about how 3 mm-hmm. gets the full 4K yeah. enhancement for 1X. And yep. then it gets FPS boost. Yep. So yeah, look so, at the, look at the chat, kid. Like they've been playing a bunch of these. There's games. a lot, man. So FPS boost is literally my uh, like go to, and we're gonna have our droughts, right? There's gonna be another a drought where we're not getting a brand new spanking game. Yeah, for a and then I can go back. Yeah, and I just year. go back into my backlog of either Xbox 360 games, which are free master. Fallout Three is a, a free master. It's my Fallout Three <laughs> on Xbox Series X is a. Oh, I was wow. playing it today. Bro, I would. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, kid. <laughs> if you go build or buy a monster PC and you buy the vanilla, the vanilla standard Fallout Three and load it up and tell it to jack all the crap, you're basically gonna get the same looking game because yeah. I own Fallout Three on Steam. I bought it like five years ago or six mm-hmm. years ago, and you can turn. It pops up a menu before you launch the game, and you set it to four K. 60 fps or whatever mm-hmm. and then when i load up on my series x i'm like I, I think i got fallout 3 for you got it for free it came yeah. with remember someone said fa- they were playing fallout 4 in the chat uh i try to give it i'll be able to see this when i scroll uh yudani says fallout 4 with fps boost when you bought fallout 4 because xbox has back and pat which uh sapo says in general back and pat's awesome uh because of xbox you get Fallout 3 and New Vegas, I think, came with Fallout 4. So yeah. you already own them. Yeah. Uh, and John Lineman said, you just don't get this experience on any other console. And sometimes on PC, you don't get this experience. Because yeah. someone said, uh, who was it? Uh, 
Ezone said Sonic Generations is a she. And Sonic Generations is like the full near 4K at 60, right? So yeah, uh, I haven't tried that yet. I don't own that one. Dude, like there's like several games in my there's several 360 games in my cart right now that I'm waiting to pull the trigger on. And I'm like, do I wait until like maybe I get an Xbox gift card for like Christmas and then I buy him? Or like, but dude, um, there's like no what I was trying to say is like they could literally sell the Xbox Series X version of Fallout 3 for the same price as they sold the definitive edition for Grand Theft Auto, and it will be a better value than what you got from GTA. <laughs> I'm telling you that version. right now. And the yeah, better why don't version. they sell that to PlayStation, yeah. guys? Like, literally, like, it's Fallout 3, right? All right, Fallout 3, backwards compatibility on Xbox Series X. It's 4K 60 with four times MSAA, and it's the same thing on Xbox Series S, but at, I think, 1440p, 60 frames per second, with four times MSAA. It looks, it, the game looks better than Grand Theft Auto, the definitive edition. Yes, it's a seventh generation game, but it looks, it looks like a, a tempted remaster. You know those little 4K remaster? Okay, same textures and stuff, but it's just high definition, yeah. runs at a higher frame rate. This is a game they would typically sell you. And it, it, believe me, boot it up on your Series X or your Series S. It looks, it looks great. But like that's great. a classic. Fallout Three is a classic. Like it's a, must, and it's arguably the best. It's Fallout a must Fallout, own. Right? With the yeah, and of New Vegas. Right? You and I've been playing it. Like yeah. I didn't know you were playing it, and I was playing it a little bit today and the other day before I made my video last week. And I'm like, I'm just so glad that like when you go into Vats, like just the way that game uh, hooks you in, how immersive it is, and then you you don't have to play it at this horrible 30 frames with low res like it's just amazing what xbox is doing um let me get our next topic we got to talk about we're going to dive right into halo and the multiplayer thing because this has been a hot uh button item and i know kids got some strong opinions i want to get into those yeah we've got a purple haze four five six four with a five dollar thank you he says hey colt man when are we going to link up online play some halo infinite Let's do it. Send me a message when you see me on, and uh, we'll try and party up. He says, also, when do you think Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to Xbox? He says, I thought it was timed. Kid, what is going on with this Final Fantasy VII Remake? <clears throat> yeah, um, I thought it was time too, but PlayStation's very aggressive with their marketing deals. Um, so who knows? I've I, like I got a gag order on Square Enix that they can't talk about yeah. the next version. Yeah, Square Enix can only tell people when Xbox games are coming to PlayStation. I mean, like they did with Tomb Raider. Like <laughs> when they went against um that time exclusive, they they kept they decided to blast. Oh yeah, we're coming out on PlayStation on this year. Um, so um, and that was before the Xbox version actually released when they did that. So that's when I got beef with Square Enix sometimes. Um, yeah, I've also heard that that the marketing and legality part of it doesn't allow them to say, Hey, don't worry. Xbox version mm-hmm. coming in April. Yeah. I mean, cause it could, it could actually just drop. And as far as I've heard that when it's ready, like a, a month before it will start appearing on, on tweets and, and little leaks. And then yeah. the game will just drop, which is crummy because the team has to build an Xbox version and they don't get to get behind it and push the sales on a big platform like Xbox. Yeah. It's so weird. That's yeah. the worst part about time. To it's not. A, so when does it come out for PC? That's when, like, because uh, essentially if they're building the PC version, the Xbox version technically should essentially be done <laughs> at that point. Because what's the, the primary controller for PC again? An Xbox controller? When they're doing the, uh, the first Mostly, controller? Yeah. That's yeah. going to work by default is going to be the Xbox controller. But uh, 
I think um, I don't know when it's come. Maybe it's uh, what did we have? We're at the end of 2021, so maybe next April. Uh, That's what I'm thinking is April, and as far as I would guess, mm-hmm. is that a month before, like sometime in March, like we did with uh, the Crash Bandicoot yeah. Insane Trilogy. It's like yeah. those things where I think Xbox probably does the same thing. I mean, didn't they hear Medium was coming to PlayStation like last minute? It's all part of that. Yeah. The lawyers doing their things and yeah. making video games. Yeah, uh, I mean, remember, like, Ken, Kenna's coming to Xbox. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh my gosh, you it? take a forty dollar L on that kid. <laughs> I, I played it like two hours, and uh, I haven't turned on my PS Five since. Uh, yeah, that's got, the last game. Yeah, that's the last game I played on my PlayStation. I yeah. thought it was. I thought I was going to like it a lot more, but I will give it a fair shake. I don't want to yeah. waste my money. Advanced Gamer, the five dollars says, "Hey guys, not watching a few months, Colt." Oh, you're going to like this. He says, Smooth brings a piece of the show that was missing, and I think you got to sign him on as a co-host, Colt. Good show. I, I do feel really comfortable having you on the show, but having like that, us, you know, being buddies, and for years, we've been talking smack on Xbox yes, Live. Yes, natural. Yeah, yes, it's right? Xbox Live party in the podcast. is great. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we're in the background. You know, we're on, on Xbox Live party chat, and we're, we're breaking people over our knees and having a good laugh, and then uh, then you get in on the social media and you try to just – ease it off a little bit kid kid loves to go at people man oh, and yeah. i love to watch it because uh I, 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 do it too. <laughs> I do it too i love it but, but we're gonna we're gonna get into that let's uh let's see well one, maybe one more we got uh andy hart with the five pound super chat he says i've had my series s from launch other than that memory size very powerful machine excellent value highly mm-hmm. recommended now very good super chat and i'll say the time i've spent on the series s uh i've not very much, like maybe 10% of my Series X time. You're basically just a resolution drop. And, you know, that's... so. You know, resolution can be hard to discern. It's that frame rate. Like when you play a game that's at 60, that wouldn't be there if you didn't have an S or an X. It mm-hmm. makes all the difference in the world. So people who only spent 300 bucks are getting a freaking amazing console. So... Uh, Ryan Archuleta with a five dollar super chest says, "Dang, I remember. I discovered Kid Smooth when Crackdown Three came out. He tried to defend it so hard. Let's take a minute because I will defend Crackdown Three uh-huh. to the death. That campaign is awesome, Kid. Yeah. Let's hear your opinion. Yeah, I mean, I stick by my opinion. Uh, people, what people don't forget is that Crackdown launched. Uh, it, the game wasn't broken. It launched." It, Fully playable, no bugs, no nothing. The campaign yep. was a reasonable campaign. It was a great campaign. I had fun with it. Um, the only thing, only bad part about Crackdown was its multiplayer and the, the destruction not being there as we showed in that little demo that they showed. It ran crappy too. It ran yeah. at like twenty four or twenty three frames. And again, the the most cry- thing that has me pissed about Crackdown is that it's never been fps boosted or optimized for the series x and s which i think that's a we got now got consoles that can actually save this game imagine crackdown 3 running at 60 frames per second i've got news for that i've got news for that i gotta i gotta read you donnie quizada's uh is a chat he says crackdown 3 defenders assemble um i talked to uh somebody at xbox that said that crackdown 3 couldn't get fps boost because it didn't work with their well, I guess I could say that because they've they said they've exhausted all of the games at work or wouldn't work. Uh, I asked Jason Ronald straight up, and I said, "Knowing Sumo Digital probably won't come back and enhance the game," and I'm and I'm saying this to Jason that implying that Crackdown Three isn't of importance to 
uh, sumo digital. How do I say that right? Like sumo digital is not going to go out of their way to enhance yeah. the game for Xbox yeah. Series S and X. So I said, knowing that Sumo Digital is not, probably not going to reconnect with Crackdown 3, is it going to work on FPS Boost? He said, it, it was one of the games that didn't work when they tried the uh, gotcha. FPS Boost thing. So we'll never see it. And of course, they've said at this point that they're mm -hmm. moving on to other things. Yeah. But people are pleading for them to keep going. All right, let's talk about Halo Infinite. Uh, I know people have been cataloging their hours. People have been going into the Halo tracker and calling mm -hmm. out people's kill-death ratio. Uh one one famous anti Xbox guy was talking trash about <laughs> talking trash about uh, Halo Infinite, and then they went and checked his stats, and he had a he had like a point four nine <laughs> kill to death ratio. So it's like you know, put some more time in, get good. I I don't know, well, but kid, what's your what's your strong opinion? Because people are really divided right now on how it's going, uh, bro. Um, Halo is uh, an amazing game. Uh, I just actually put out my review for the multiplayer. I think it's the multiplayer from a gameplay perspective. It's amazing is I'm having as much fun um, as I had with Halo three and Halo five. I still think Halo three uh, outside of Halo infinite. I'm not um, Halo three, Halo five, Halo five. I think because of recency uh, best Halo multiplayers ever in Halo infinite. It's really taken over because it's taking the best from the both of those games and they just did a magnificent job. Now, I'm going to say here confidently and say the version that we're all having fun with right now is come December 8th, I think we're going to have a little bit more things to, to jump into because if you look at the achievement list, it's like you can't get those achievements because those modes aren't quite available in a beta. Ah, okay. <laughs> so um, you're talking after like season after launch no 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 i'm talking about december 8th <laughs> you really think that they'll have new modes to unlock when the full version comes out yeah i think they were going to be because that's a point of contention like people think no we're looking at the full suite there's six, there's six modes uh yeah. halo comet evolved had five modes like this is a uh, this I think, is our complaint yeah so i don't know now i i would prefer you know that they bring you know a, a, a dedicated playlist that's what i really want but as far as most i do not think come november 15th uh when again when it comes uh not november december 8th when they full when it's technically not a beta no more full game come out that there's gonna be achievements for most we can't even participate in like so the thing is there's achievements right now that they're not secret achievements they're just regular achievements that you could get, but you can't get them because those modes aren't there yet. They're and oh, okay. they're not in the beta. Yeah. So there's this mode called Elimination. I, I've not played a game of Elimination yet. Have you? Nope. Nope. There, I mean, they have to build in all the achievements. That's that is not really because remember when we yeah, get you're like, right. updates, hmm. more achievements come. <laughs> like with DLC and all that stuff. Like Sea of Thieves didn't have four thousand achievements day one. <laughs> like, I'm like right. Halo, Master, Halo Master Chief Collection launched with four thousand. Didn't it gained another? 3, How many does Infinite have in total? Sixteen hundred uh, for okay. the okay. max gamer score. You can get is sixteen hundred. So, I think we're gonna have uh, more um, game modes at launch. But as far as uh, as far as the game as we got now, I think is I, I'm having a blast with it. Even though lately I've, I have my good days and I have my bad days, and I figured out why I'm having these bad days. But um, as far as what people are complaining about and what they're mad about, which is to each his own, it's fine. So, Colt, 
when I play Halo, my history with Halo is like I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you and say I'm like the best Halo player. You know, I do the campaign, I finish the campaign, after I do the campaign, I jump into multiplayer and I play and play until I don't want to play Halo no more. But every time I play Halo, wait, wait, I mean Gaz just jumped in with a five pound super assist sauce. We were in party with you kid gaz and i and we were playing halo infinite together i recorded some cool clips and you kept your mic was off and i'm like where'd you go and you're like dang it i just i, I just don't want to get mad i don't want you guys to hear me yell gas are like yell kid <laughs> yeah, oh yeah no yeah, because i do have my moments like i like where i'm like spazzing out um and, and a lot of stuff we're gonna you know cover so when I play Halo, I play for rank and bragging rights. So I'm yeah. playing for like XP. I don't play for like cosmetics and stuff like that. So sure. the thing is, is that a lot of people are talking about the cosmetics and the cost and how it's in your face and how it's predatory and stuff like that. Honestly, Halo, I have come to the uh, terms that, yes, Halo is a free-to-play game. So it's going to have its free-to-play uh, annoyances. But the thing yeah, about the Halo is the... Uh, this is the best or quality free to play I've ever played. I don't dive into free to play. I guess I'm biased because it just happened to be Halo. Like, I, but um, yeah, the thing is yeah. about I don't mind paying. Uh, I don't mind them charging for cosmetics or forcing you to grind uh, for cosmetics because if it's free, you either a gotta pay for it or you gotta grind for it. That that's always been the motto. With these free to play games, do you either do you think play? that people are expecting their grind to be much much shorter? Or um, because I've played maybe 20, 25 mm-hmm. matches of the beta because uh, I'm playing. Well, I mean, obviously I'm playing the campaign on and off, but yes. I've only put in certain amount of yes. time, and I'm only level four something, like almost five. But I don't know what level I should be. Bruh. I've Bruh. played a lot Bruh. of Call of Duty games, mm-hmm. and obviously this isn't Call of Duty. Like, is it so, legitimate to say that the progression is way too slow or are people just way too impatient? All right. So this is the thing, though. This this is – all right. If you Get do – Are you an Ashy Ashy Spartan or do you got the shiny gear they want Oh, to no, I got the shiny gear, but <laughs> – Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, there's a couple things at play because technically Halo has three different ranking systems, right? You have the progression to your battle pass, right? And then you have the, the event progression – which uh, and then you have your you know your ranking progression, um, so you're pretty much playing for different things, and if you just if you believe it or not honestly if you do the challenges like me personally I'm stubborn I just play to play, so yeah I don't I'm do the challenges not all nope. the time I'm not really focusing on the challenge like Bill like for example there's been a uh, like a two day stretches where I was like all right I'm going to hone in on challenges. And I'm going to do the challenges. And if I run into a bad challenge, I'm going to swap it until I get something that I want to do. So there's been days where I said challenge, 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 right? That, that's fine. That's going to happen. But if, like, if you just play, like, but for early parts of the beta, I just did with the, oh, I'm playing Halo. When or lose, I'm playing Halo. I wasn't paying yeah. attention. But the thing is, if you actually do the challenges, you're going to pro- progress faster. Um, but uh, if you do the challenges, if you, then if you, you're not helping with the objectives. But you're not helping <laughs> So you're like, gonna oh, I got to go around and find a commando rifle because I need five headshots or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, is that, yeah, so I, I'm not sure if it's slow, but I, to be brutally honest, like, there is a battle pass system, right? In the battle pass, it calls, you could, you could buy a battle pass. Uh, I'll admit, 
I said I wasn't buying a battle pass. I bought the fucking battle pass as soon as I saw it. <laughs> so yeah. I bought it and what was it? 20 bucks? Dude, they got bundles. Uh the, 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 you could get it for 10, 20, 50, and a hundred dollars. Oh uh, so tell the truth. What'd you spend? <laughs> I spent, you know, all right. <laughs> I was like, thanks to Game Pass for saving me all this money. I can afford the hundred dollar bundle. So I bought the hundred dollar bundle. Oh my I didn't buy a game in several months. <laughs> you know what? I was gonna say earlier, um Halo Infinite multiplayer doesn't truly feel like a free-to-play game it kind of feels like yeah they made a decision at some point like let's just make this free to play and get as many people here as possible and me and there is some greed with the cosmetics because yeah. uh as as my boys all my, my good friends we got cognito and Khalif adams who were talking about the ashy spartan like when you go into the lobby and you see Cold Eastwood with the shiny black with the blue accent. And then you go over and you got Water Egg 32 and he's got the dusty gray, grayish green Spartan outfit on. You're like, how much is that? I'm like, it's nine bucks. You're like, Hold on. I'm going I'm to go. Hey, I got to give a shout out real quick, kid, to the the mods on the channel. We've got Happy Bomb, the boss mod, Lethal Papa, and Xbox Obi who are in here. And the chat's amazing. The chat's clean and clear. Yeah. But they're, they're here. Uh, helping support the channel taking care of make sure everything's good to go you guys are amazing that you do that for this show means a lot and uh you guys are awesome but thank you for checking in the the xnc podcast i'm cold eastwood and if you just joined uh we've got almost 700 people watching we've got well over 400 likes let's get that up to 500 i'm here with kid smooth the planet xbox resident xbox fan he's been the, the face and the voice of xbox for a long time and of course, he's been a friend of mine for quite a while, and it's just natural having him on here to talk about the uh, Halo controversy. But uh, let's get back into that, kid. Um, the Act Man on YouTube has been a loud voice. He's got a very large channel, and he's talking mm-hmm. about what they need to fix. But three four three stepped up to the plate one week after the beta started. They gave themselves a month for everyone to just jump in and play it mm-hmm. and give their feedback. But they said. Hey, we're going on Thanksgiving break, a well-needed break because they've been pushing all the way up to launch and they said they're going to address it. So kid, if you kind of keyed in on what they said they will fix or how far you think they'll go with fixes. Um, the three for three, what we learned about them is that they've been very, very uh, responsive um, to criticism. Remember the first, right out the gate, the first thing they did was give us more XP. They started, because remember we didn't get XP per game, right? Oh, we they got, added the, the 50 XP at the yeah. end. Okay, I didn't no, know they, that. They, okay, they, that was that. that was an immediate thing. Like after the first 24, 48 hours, they did that. The other okay. thing they did was uh when we double XP used to only be for 30 minutes, they doubled that up to an hour. So when you activate your double XP card, you get an hour instead of 30 minutes. So they're responsive, and that was the last thing they did before their Thanksgiving break. They these guys deserve a break. Everybody, a holiday exists for everyone. Um, they're they're gonna do the same thing for Christmas to New Year's, like they're gonna there's gonna be another break. There's going to be another break. Yeah. Um, and then um, the other thing is that um, I trust 343 to be responsive. And sometimes 343 can be too responsive to a fault where they make too many changes where like, all right, now you piss somebody off. Now you nerfed my favorite guy. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. 
So I, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. This why it's like, all right, you know, they hear our complaints that some people are are, are using it for clout because right now Halo is the hot topic. So when you do videos on what's wrong with Halo, it's going to get views. Um, oh yeah, it, oh yeah, yeah. So you're going those right now. You got to filter out what's what's legit criticism and what's like view fodder, like what's clickbait. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of people are trying to follow that trend. Oh, like this video blew up. All right, my turn. Let me do it. Um, I've never done that, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we know a lot of people who do do stuff like that. So um, the thing is, is that three four three has been very responsive. The, the most responsive uh, developed dev team that I've seen when it comes to immediate response to a game and then immediate uh, fixes. So yes, uh, after they come back, after I obviously in the month of December in time for lunch, there's going to be patches and updates that addresses the SP that addresses the uh, the battle pass and uh, to the progression. Um, I think what they uh, need to do uh, for those... The thing is, it's like, I, I'm having... My issues with Halo Infinite has nothing to do with the, these, st- these stupid costumes. It's the XP, It's just my performance XP. I don't believe that a person that's dropping 28 kills, five deaths, and getting all the objective should get the same XP as someone who's gotten... 17 deaths, no objective points, and no kills. Because <laughs> that's what it comes down to is the XP points. I think they need to find a way to uh, reward those who play good who aren't really battling towards the battle pass. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and I, think, yeah. I think people who are chasing uh, like challenges, all they have to do is enable a free-for-all mode, and there you go. You you have that free for all mode. Everybody can uh, tackle all their individual challenges in this big free for all battle royale <laughs> scenario where they're fighting against each other. Every man for himself. Turn mm-hmm. it into a fiesta. Fiesta free for all. You get different weapons. That'd be the, the fiesta. Is so awesome. Yeah. I didn't even see that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't even see that coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were talking about fiesta, and I jumped yeah. in that night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? I'm getting a different gun every time and i was playing with you and gaz and gaz kept getting the plasma pistol going and he kept hitting his uh sensor button and we were having some good laughs yeah uh yeah that's so fun yeah those are good modes um what i've been doing is like i noticed because when i played with you i was so disappointed in my play uh when i was playing with you and gas like i was i was not like we get bad days for sure the the halo kids moving halo 5 was so much i was so much a better player in halo 5 than i was and 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 that I am in in Halo Infinite and like so yesterday, of course I wasn't streaming and I unhooked my capture card. Uh-huh. I had an amazing day. Oh my! Like, of course. Uh, so, right. Yeah. So I had to make because I was playing with uh um Megatron. Uh, we uh yeah, we Megatron's like, awesome. Rank and um, I was just having an amazing day. And I was like, you know, what? I'm noticing something. Let me see what's going on. Why am I having? What's going on with my good days and my bad days? My bad days is when I'm playing with people who've been no lifing and they're hitting diamond and platinum rank and I'm getting paired and pulled with all these diamond ranks that are just schooling me. And then when I'm searching by myself or people that are on my level, I get paired with people on my level so I'm able to actually show who I am. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry, but if you're going to no life the game, I can't play with it. <laughs> I can't oh my play with you unless you're yeah, and if you know me, like I'll have a great match, and then the next match I'll get super chatty and we'll laughing and telling stories, and everyone else is getting kills, and I'm laughing and and you gotta really zero in. But the crazy thing is, kid, yeah, you've got to notice, like 
the people out there playing, they are sweaty. They are yeah. they the people who are playing Halo multiplayer are awesome. <laughs> They're so good. And the same guy was like dominating with the energy sword over and over and over. And people are just so good at what they do. But I gotta ask you, kid, what is up with the crossplay problem with PC? What what is going on with these guys that are on mouse and keyboard? What are your gripes? I gotta hear it. I don't been pretty vocal about this. Yeah, I don't like playing with PC players. I I, I have a I, I'm sorry. I like the, my thoughts and opinions on PC players is very strong. It's it, it's probably wrong because I kind of I bundle them all together as like cheaters who don't have nothing better to do. I don't like playing against PC players. I think I I I, I am happy that you know Xbox went you know they you know they supported this whole cross play and. They strengthen the player pool. They got they, they're, it allows them to have these big launches and whatnot. But we have to have a way where we can enable this thing in game um, and not have to be forced to play with these guys. I think these guys should fend for themselves somewhere on the island. And, oh and my like, gosh. like, and, and like, because it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, like, bro, come on. Like, dude, like, see, th- this is the cheating thing I don't like. This is where I think you should lose access. In this, in this case, the game is free. Lose access to the game. Oh my like, God. Shut them out. Them down, get like get kick them off the game. Like, um, come on, kid. If now there's if there's a couple million players on PC, how many of those are actually using cheats? (laughs) If it's four, it's it's gonna make you mad. (laughs) The ones that are on Steam. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Uh, Cheating can really ruin these games. It can, um, it can, especially in this game when you're trying to do things and you consider there's things that are there's challenges. Uh, that you have to get there you know people get really into you know trying to win trying to rank up and and you have somebody that literally just have to click a few buttons and right click and control all cheat it's it's easier to implement a cheat on a pc but not all cheaters are only on pc but um it's definitely something if you uh if you wanted to try it that uh, on pc it'd be a lot easier but uh i just can't imagine very many people are cheating like a small percentage, but we don't know. And uh like another thing, kid, like people are really good with a controller, like yeah. really good. Yeah. And I mean, uh like yeah, well, that's the that's the thing. Like, is, is mouse and keyboard? Is that the I don't think that's the real way? I don't think it's the advantage this time around um for for Halo because it's not the case where I think Halo, because remember, Halo wasn't catered around mouse and keyboard, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. where games like Battlefield and Call of Duty will have like there's more precision there halo to the point where some may are, are arguing that well no controllers have an advantage in this game for some reason um and some, auto aim that's another auto aim and stuff like that yeah um i think um because i don't think it's not that because i i can't say that I, i'm on my like i wish they showed you who you were playing with like oh is this person on the console or like some games that have the icons yeah 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 that's what i want to see because i mean i've had my fair amount of games where i'm I'm like I'm holding it down. I'm sure I'm playing against some PC players and stuff like that. But your capture card's not recording then. <laughs> no, I mean I, I got all right. So I had five hours of, of streamed Halo, and I got maybe uh, another two hours of recorded gameplay. So, um, like there, I have like a like full fledged of hours that I sent over to uh, Weapon Will of, of good gameplay from me um, uh, that I was uh, playing. But yeah, like yesterday, unfortunately, yeah, my capture. <laughs> But uh, yeah. no, because there's been games like, for example, Gears of War, which is uh, shows I think it shows the icon. Like, it didn't stop me. Like, I didn't get like PC players didn't really. I didn't feel like they were you know doing me in. Um, 
I, but I feel like in cases I felt like I've run it ran into cheaters in Halo a, a couple times. I feel like I to the point where I feel like there's no way you've done this on pure skill. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I mean, sometimes <laughs> I'll pull. I mean, I'm not very. I'm not super great, but sometimes uh, I'll pull off a pretty awesome move, and that's when you hear me yelling on the mic. But uh, some of these people seem to have those moments all match long. Yeah. Dub, dub a member for six months says loving halo infinite in the moment but i think progression is slow keep up the work colt you and he's watches rdx on tuesday make the start of the work week great so thank you we're i'm gonna kind of pepper in some of the campaign talk because yeah. i asked the chat Ooh. to kind of send some questions because uh review embargo lifts on midnight on the west coast on monday a week from now what so yeah yeah it's crazy so that was shared on social media, and that's like something that I had to hold on to. Oh, so um, you're able to say I can get you in trouble. All right, good. No, that won't get me in trouble. That's already right. been shared. Uh, so let me look at my calendar real quick. Oh, yeah, that's, that's exactly that would be two days before launch, which according to what we've seen with Metacritic rollout, like a couple days before release date usually means okay. They don't think it's gonna be total trash, right? We've seen that before. Where Metacritic launches yeah. like the morning of, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, see, someone wants to know. Papa Baco seventy two says, "I just want to know how the sound of Halo Infinite campaign was. Did they turn it up a notch or two? Okay, now the sound is phenomenal, and the sound is almost one of the best things besides the feel of the game in the open world. You've got you're in the open world. They went out and they recorded fifty cows and automatic." rifles out in a big like canyon and that sound uh my headsets where, where i can't reach it <laughs> uh i've got the uh rigs 800 xls a great sound and when i'm playing with the headset on or my surround sound like the guns just have this great sound when you when you run an elbow with the with the uh, grapple shot like all that sound is the sound is tip top if you're paying attention in the multiplayer the sound is punchy. It's snappy, right? Like, kid, have you yeah. noticed the sound as you've been playing the uh, multiplayer? I'm playing. Uh, so I think the sounds, I like how all the weapons in the game, um, they can be identified uh, identified on sound alone. Yeah. Like when yeah. You, when somebody's shooting something at you, it's like, oh, shoot, somebody got the uh, freaking, somebody has a repulsor, somebody has the uh, freaking um, the spanker, somebody has like, it's like oh okay so you kind of kind of just from there kind of run out the way or look for a way you could take advantage um the grappling hook like uh the game what we i feel like we knew halo was gonna have a great sound because the things before they would show halo they would tease where they would be recording at and they will have like the microphones out with them shooting and driving and stuff like that um so but no obviously unfortunately i can't speak on a campaign but i have a ton of questions uh because of you you uh you're able to play the campaign um yeah um there's actually a couple questions in here that um i probably can't answer but this one's kind of interesting relski says does the beginning do any recapping for people who have never played through a full halo campaign he says i have no idea what's going on with laughing crying emojis uh no it doesn't um i guess really all you need to know is he's a he's a space marine and some aliens want humans to die I guess there's so much to the lore. You might want to, 
you probably don't have to do any backstory, but there's yeah. audio logs that you pick up that tell some story that kind of tell some stuff that's happened. Actually, all you have to do, there's an awesome video um, on Master, the story so far where they literally summarize every game up until mm-hmm. this point with some great narration. If you could, if you uh, type in YouTube after this podcast, of course, uh, Halo, uh, <laughs> the Halo story so far, or Master Chief story so far, or type in Halo Infinite and you'll see IGN has a version. And then, a yeah, YouTuber I, I, I know IGN does, ha- has a, a version, and you'll get a great backstory of, of what's going on. Uh, Cerebral Paul says, I'll buy you a back brace, Cole Eastwood, so you can carry me in co op. This goes along with Hargit Johnny's $5 super chat. Hargit's awesome. He says, When do you think co op will actually launch for Halo? I'm guessing an announcement to E3, maybe release in June or next fall. Now, it's going to be sooner than that. They said right. that season two launches in five months from now, right? Mm-hmm. Kid, do you remember this? Yeah, season two days got pushed because season one ends in May. So, yeah. I don't so. want to count on my fingers on the on the channel. So, I, target, I'm, 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 I'm like, I do this all the time. They're, they're targeting so, May 2022. Yeah, January, February, March, April, May. Yes. And so... I incorrectly at one point told people that that could be any time during the season, but I think when they launched the season, everything that they planned is in that season. So mm. May would be when co-op release, not September, October. So that's good news. But uh, some people ask, Hey, will you co-op with me? I'd love to, but in May, mm. we're going to be in a totally different place with games. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let's see. We got, um, is, is there anything else? Uh, we talked about the, the PC cheaters and stuff. Let's talk about, um, let's get into this. Let's talk about the performance of the Series X has been mm-hmm. out an entire full year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my good friends in the YouTube sphere has been talking to some of the hardware leads and other developers mm-hmm. that said that the tools that Xbox Series X would outperform the PS5 in a few months or several months or by holiday 2021 here we are. Mm-hmm. Battlefield 2042 runs slightly better on the PS5. Kid, have you had to deal with this burden of carrying the less powerful Series X? Bro, um, Battlefield, I'm not playing Battlefield, so it, to me it's non-existent. I mean, I'm PlayStation. Right, right. I mean, most people are playing Halo, but yeah, like every time a game comes that, out. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the unfair thing about this, right? And, and, literally, and it's not going to ever be solved until A, Digital Foundry and all these other guys who do these tests and test these games more than once, right? Or all these people on Twitter, since they're armchair devs and they're armchair analysts, or we could pull a King Thrash and just look at it. But um, what you need to do is uh, you got (laughs) to... I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. Oh my gosh. I mean, when you try that hard, like, okay, I admit, I mean, Kid and I will admit every day that we try really hard to share our enthusiasm and excitement and just love of the Xbox platform, right? Like, yeah. we, we, we're upfront about it. But when you try that hard, maybe even harder than I do making videos to, to bash on another platform, yeah. holy smokes, man. Like, like yeah. I always say, take a moment. Show your phone to your girlfriend or your mom or your wife or or your boyfriend or whatever, someone who cares about you and say, look, this is how I treat people about video games. And they might set you on the right course. <laughs> Sorry. What were you saying about, well, you were saying something about Volcanoing. It wasn't me. Yeah, it was, I don't think it was you. 
But like, no, like, the thing about this, the, the stuff of what these, uh, these, um, the performance metrics is that, yeah, a lot of these games, believe it or not, like, so Battlefield is, a, I mean, it's a different story. I'm sure it'll get fixed in the update or patch, or maybe the Xbox updates itself and fixes uh, the bug. But the thing is, that's exactly what has happened. Uh, but these games don't get re reviewed. Like, remember the report yeah, right. on Control and Assassin's Creed? None of that should, part of me, none of that stuff is relevant anymore. <laughs> Assassin's Creed no well, I mean, runs the way that, that was one game that Digital Foundry actually brought up again in yeah. a different video. That but that they usually never do. I mean, yeah. they would be buried if they did, but keep going. Yeah, so yeah. games like Assassin's Creed, Immortal Screen Horizon Control, um, Call of the Sea, all these uh, other the medium got a resolution boost and frame rate uh boost since it came out on PS5. The Xbox One has been upgraded. Um, and it's the, so far the only one that has um ray tracing along with the pc but um the so but all these games have been updated but all the people keep doing is referring to that stupid psu site that takes playstation universe or whatever it is and all they do is take reference for when a playstation has like an edge in a game and they never update it again until another game has it um so it's like the argument is like a, a mute point so it's like this this argument is based off like digital foundries or the other guys or vg persons like their first test and that's it even though these games have been updated and the console itself has had an xdk update itself which fixed a lot of the games that mm-hmm. had any like losing metric um so i i don't know the, the battlefield thing though i have honestly really no real comment on because I don't, i'm not playing battlefield in nine times yeah i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait until everyone says it's way better <laughs> Nah, man, it's so weird when you look back. Like, when games have a rough launch, do they ever get good enough? Sometimes not. I, I think <laughs> people are really loving the game, but yeah, the the whole I dr- I've been dreading the frame time graph from Digital Foundry because the Series X and S have slightly faster CPUs. Yeah. So, it really, what one thing you didn't mention, kid, is another thing that has to be fixed is. The developers have to optimize properly, and they have to have they have to have the resource to optimize their games the best. And I, I think I said this last week, or I said it on um, on Game on Daily show. I do you play Guardians of the Galaxy on Series X? Yeah, yeah. Okay, game looks great, right? Yeah. You played it in performance mode. What's the performance mode? So we got to play that game, and I think it took a couple weeks for Digital Foundry to get to that title because they're so they're so busy covering yeah. all these games. They do a great job, but. Yeah the ps5 slightly outperformed the xbox and i and i had to defend idos montreal because i feel like the developers when they make a port mm-hmm. I, i'm curious if you'll agree with me on this it's kind of a funky take from my end and i've i'd actually have to ask the developer but i think idos montreal builds the playstation version the xbox version and then they load it up on a screen and they go performance mode wow wow, this looks really good. And look, it runs really well. They play it for a few hours and test a couple levels. Everything looks great. And they're like, good, we're good. Like this, send this out. This is great. But it's only when Digital Foundry gets in and puts the frame time graph on where they're like, the developer probably like, ah, dang it. It's dropping four or five frames, you know? Uh, Like, I think that's something that they have to, uh, they have to deal with. Do you think developers look at their games and go, hey, it looks great. They don't worry about the microscope? Um, I think... If you're a game developer, you have to be aware like that your frames are dropping. I feel like they play these games or test these games with a frame counter on to, to see. I remember when oh, that's Xbox, true. Yeah. 
uh, the Xbox with the Scorpio dev kit had a frame counter on it, and we wanted it <laughs> on the front of the screen. On the freaking console, yeah. Yeah, yeah. to tell dev, like, hey, it's dropping frames here. Um, so, no, I don't – yeah, I think – I believe that they know it's there. And, like, I mean, the thing is, is that what I feel like what a lot of the uh, times is, is that developers – one thing I do think developers did uh, do on the Xbox side is that they do rely on VRR. It's like, well, it's not going to be a big deal because VRR, it'll help. So they're less, I feel like they're they're less aggressive on fine tuning that or uh, finding what's dropping that, um, making that frame rate drop. Or, you know, games always get fixed over time. They're like, all right, we'll fix it, you know, after launch. Because remember, they added ray tracing in two weeks after the game launch. <laughs> yeah, that happens delay a lot, the game, doesn't it? Yeah. Play the game two weeks and, and then boom, and have the full package. But to where, like when I, I could have sworn, I, in performance mode, I thought the Xbox performed um, better in a 60 frames uh, mode over to PlayStation. It was like, did it? I, uh, I can't. I, I think uh, I watched Guardians, that video. I don't Guardians remember what it did. To, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. They probably do have frame counters on. I would just actually, I, you know, I've been able to interview a couple different developers on this show. Mm-hmm. I would like to get a developer on and ask them that question because maybe they feel like there's some wiggle room because. You know, I, I've gamed on PC for a long time, and I did yeah. a lot from 2015 through 2017. So I played probably 50, 60 games all the way through. And I know that no matter how great your hardware is, some games are going to drop frames now and again. And I've yeah. had the frame time counter up in the corner. I usually kept it off because it'll ruin your enjoyment. But yeah, when it drops monitor, down right? to 52, yeah. you're like, why is it dropping? And then it goes right back up. Yeah. But you don't really see it on the screen. And I think Digital Foundry does a pretty good job of saying this doesn't hinder your enjoyment. But then you have the armchair analyst. You're yeah. like, it's better on the PlayStation 5 and it yeah. should be better on the Series yeah. X. And it's, yeah, it's been a yeah, problem these people, to deal with. The crazy thing is, is that the funny thing about Guardians of the Galaxy, because there was, all people could say is how good it looked, right? Yeah. Until Digital Foundry said, oh yeah, performance was 1080p. Like, oh my God. I was like, what? <laughs> it went from this is one of the best looking games this year to it looks like trashy performance mode. Did you get those? Yeah, yeah like really? It's like dude, I play. I right, so I, to be honest, I played the game. Uh, I did. I'm gonna say 70, 30, 70 percent in performance mode, 30 percent in uh, resolution mode. And this is before I even found out. It's just that there, I knew there was a resolution difference when I was switching back and forth. I was like, all right. Maybe the Series X is a dynamic 1080 to 1440p in performance mode because it's, the resolution count is drastically different than when in, uh, when in resolution mode where it looks it was like this new sheen. It's not that it made the performance mode look bad. It was just like there's there's a visual difference here that I see. But I just been I I just like how it plays in performance mode and the way it moves is smooth. Whatever you know, I can I can rock with this right. So yeah, like, yeah. I might not even see the game in ray tracing mode, honestly, because I mean, I, I got to do a new game plus, which I plan to do. But it's like, am I going to bother? And ray tracing is what, 1440p? At like, at uh, yeah, at 30 frames. At 30 no frames. Thanks. Yeah, so, not 30. Uh, I don't know if it's quite uh, uh, worth it there. But yeah, a lot of the, the thing is with these these counts and stuff like that, I still think uh, this is how what I'm going to tell you. You know, I'm going to keep it. I don't care what these tests roll up. I think the Xbox Series X. And even the S is the best console you can have for performance. It's the most performant. Yes, absolutely. These are the most performant boxes um, ever. Like I said, it's the most. It's the box that has the most games running at sixty. It's a box that has the most games running at one hundred and twenty frames. And if a game does struggle with frame rate, uh, and, mo- and believe it or not, a lot of these games that have frame rate drops, these drops aren't major. 
But Xbox right. is the yeah. only console that has a solution for it. So if you have a VRR monitor and a or a, a CX or the recent OLED TV, you're not going to see that. You're, it's not even going to be an issue. So it's like you're like it's bad enough that before VRR was a thing, these idiots didn't know when a frame rate <laughs> dropped. You're not going. You're definitely got, not going to see it now. <laughs> I got to say something that might bother people because yeah. it it kind of. Uh implies that you got to spend money so it's kind of a touchy subject but i gotta say it because the way that people treat others about the performance difference yeah if you care enough to watch all the frame time graphs make a tweet brag about how your console if you really care about that you dang well better have bought a console or a tv that supports vrr that smooths out all tearing and any major frame drops because if you care that much you should be asking PlayStation to hurry up and get VRR on your your premier console. That is yeah. something that should have been on the launch. Yeah. You know, it's not they're not talking about like a battery indicator or, or some little this is like a major performance when almost every game that comes out now runs at 60 that you're going to need something that helps for screen tearing or minor frame drops so you don't get little hitches. And I think Digital Foundry's done a great job of saying if you've got VRR uh, you're in the clear because you're not going to notice a lot of these frame drops. And like, it usually happens when something explodes and the camera yeah. shakes. Yeah. And honestly, when the camera shakes, you're not going to notice the frame drop as much. And it's it's very brief. That may, that's damage controlling, right? You want yeah, them to perform like they're going to. And they is, will, but VR is yeah. so important. But yeah, I, I, like I when people, I remember when people were like, when I was touting like VR and they were like, well, he shouldn't be using it as a clutch. I'm like, well, but it's there as a feature. Like it is what it, like there's not, if every game were meant, ran a perfect 60 frames per second, like, come on, that's obviously not, never going to happen. Think about I, it. I bought a Premiere console. I want the Premiere experience all the way around. I've got all yeah. the latency on a wireless controller. I, I haven't looked into some of the uh, more cost-friendly VR-supported uh, TVs, but, I mean, I bought mine, you know, I bought an LG. They're yeah. kind of pricey, yeah. but I didn't go crazy, but I'm so happy for I it. I got two VR. I just want to say that if you're out there, if you're bragging about frame drops and frame time yeah. things, and you don't have VR on your console, you might want to take a couple steps back. Yeah, right, you, kid? Want, you want to hear something funny, Colt? The thing I don't understand is, how is it that people, the PC people, right, can brag about a game running at 88 frames per second, 92 frames per second? I'm getting 90 frames on this. I'm getting yeah. 70 frames on this. But if a game on Xbox is targeting 120 frames and it drops to 100, that's a problem. But bro, it's 100 frames Dude, per second. What you know what? Digital Foundry never, you know, these other these sites that do the analysis, they never go to water egg 32's house and check his pc they never have to admit when they drop frames hey we got red beard from new zealand thank you so much hopefully he's still around uh he sent this one about half an hour ago uh about an hour ago he says from uh new zealand he says is xbox planning the next console or updates yes phil spencer said they're already planning the what do you call it the successor the the next the, <laughs> i don't successor the successor console I couldn't think of the word uh, for the Xbox Series S and X. So I would think that would probably be six to eight years from now. No mid-gen refresh console on Xbox. As far as we've been told, they said no. Uh, Andy Hart with the two-pound super thank you. He says, any news on Scorn Cult? This is a game that was supposed to come out this holiday. It's been quietly pushed 
yeah. to 2022. I, I bet it's like spring, early spring. What do you think, kid? I, I yeah, if it was targeting it's a weird, ball, weird game. Yeah, and but the thing is, is with independent developers, and I mean, I, I love me some independent developers, but their games take extremely long, especially if it's ambitious. So this, I don't know when it's coming. Hey, I don't even know when the, the game's already out on Steam. It's they have a Steam version. They used to wait, wait, have wait. the Xbox so, port. Scorn or ready. Bright Memory Infinite? Scorn. So Bright Memory Infinite. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that. Uh, I played like I beat the other one that the the, the, the demo version on Xbox. Like, uh, Bright Memory. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I liked it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Scorn <laughs> is like the uh, the the bone and blood guns. It's really yeah. weird, it but it's more boring. like a. Yeah, it's very slow. It's more like a puzzle game. You, I don't know if that's the right word, but you're meant to slowly find your way in and around and escape. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but people Looks are excited disgusting. about it. Looks it's going to be one of those games just dumps in Game Pass, and we're like, yeah. hey, that was a lot better than I thought it was. Uh, I shouldn't say dumps in the Game Pass, but uh, I think you could buy it for like $15 on Steam or something. Uh, oh, but okay. hopefully it's really good. No, uh, no. Andy Hart also says with the two-pound, any chance of getting Tim Dog on the show, Colt? Tim's one of my best friends. I tried to get people on who are okay with being on camera. Tim doesn't have like a camera set up. Mm-hmm. I've made a couple exceptions because of uh, Randall Thor and Dealer are super stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> they're so stubborn, uh, but they're great on a mic and they're 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 good friends. But yeah, I would love to have Tim Dog on one time. Uh, let's see, I think I have one more. Uh, Simon McKenzie just sends a five dollar support of the show. Thank you so much. Uh, let's talk about the Game Awards. So. Kid, I don't know if you were checking this out last night, but Jeff Keeley went on a Spaces yeah. on Twitter and did a impromptu half an hour discussion about the Game Awards, and it carried to almost an hour and a half. Did you know about this yesterday, last night? Yeah, yeah, Megatron put it on when we were playing Halo, and it actually distracted me, and we lost our last game by like two points. <laughs> um, uh, but I didn't. I end up. I didn't. I couldn't catch the whole thing, but I saw a lot of people in there. I believe I saw your your icon in there too, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, um, so I gotta I gotta brag because um, he picked me to talk at the very end, and I okay, how do I say this? Uh, I've been I've <laughs> I've been on RDX and there's five people five thousand people listening. Yeah, I've uh, I've been making videos for four or five years where lots of people watch my stuff. Yep, but when Jeff called on me, <laughs> my heart was like. I was nervous. I don't know why. I just didn't think he would pick me. He had a couple people come up, and then he's like, Colt, uh, let's get you on here. I know you're very opinionated. Let's hear what you have to say. I was like, okay. So I'll try and give you guys a rundown about what happened. Yeah, I want to hear this, yeah. So I said, Jeff, I want a lot of people are asking, why don't you run the Game Awards in January? Let all the games have a full calendar year. And I said, as a content creator, I understand the reasons why you run the show long before Christmas, but I want you to explain to the audience why you chose to run the game early in December and not right before Christmas or at the beginning of next year. And Jeff was, uh, I know people have a problem with Jeff, and I've kind of been like on both sides of the fence because we know PlayStation, Nintendo are his favorite thing, and he's you know he's kind of lukewarm about Xbox, and and I guess if you if you twist his arm, he might admit it. Uh, but he just he also loves. Let me defend him just a teeny bit. He also loves the community, and thanks to him, we have this massive platform yeah. for announcements and a way to a, a professional way, like a real legit show where people come in and and kind of dress up and celebrate what happened for the year. So let's give him credit for that. And I know people are mad. 
because you know Forza got snubbed. So he basically explained that the reason why they don't do the show later uh, and the next year is because of sponsorship and revenue and money and and getting people before the holidays. So one thing that he kind of admits is that it's premier real estate to do a show in early December. You know, ad revenue and sponsorship is at its highest. Spending is high. So it's a good, for all the work you put in, you want to get compensated for it. So he yeah. kind of explained that in a very professional way without sounding like he wanted more money, right? Yeah. Uh, and he said, I know people are upset because Forza got snubbed. He knows I'm an Xbox fan. I think he's seen a lot of my yeah. tweets lately. But Xbox fans have really attacked him. Uh, kid, have you kind of watched this unfold yeah. and his responses? Uh, yeah, uh, see if you get people up to speed. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, people have been on him about the whole snub for it. Even Metacritic got in on it. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Metacritic's yeah, yep. uh, official post. What did they say? They no, they gave him a list of all the highest rated games and the dates that they released. And then he used their, he's like, hey. You guys require games to be released before this date. And Forza Horizon released on this date. It should have been on the list. Like they were going to bat, right? They were going to bat. And I'm like, yo, like, this is crazy. It, the thing is, is that once, you know, I saw, like, I said what I said. But once I saw that, I was like, all right, it is what it is. I was like, we got Psychonauts 2. Uh, um, it, it, it is what it is. I think the only concern I have now, I now tell me, I hope this is fake. Like the whole Ratchet and Clank winning that, 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 quote unquote that leak so stuff like that I would have know, me kind of feeling like kind of really really some type of way but tell I, them what the tell them what that this uh, alleged thing is so for the alleged speed. so the alleged uh there was a, a, a i think some sort of like data report where it sh- showed like the game of the year winner for game awards in the browser in a browser yeah. would be ratchet and clank in a browser of the game of the, the game of the game awards right yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, and they called him out. It was like, you see, and he just denied it and said that's not true or whatever. But it like here's the thing about game of the I'm gonna give my take on Jeff Keeley and then the game of the year awards, whatever. Do it. I don't like of course we all see like yeah, Jeff, he obviously prefers, I think he prefers PlayStation and Nintendo over Xbox. He's fairly like you said, lukewarm when it put Xbox. Like after the Series X reveal, his reaction was, uh, "It was like, all right, next day." <laughs> it was. It like, was. I actually went back and watched. He was like, like "Okay, let's move on." That, show. Like, that wasn't Bal in Wonderland. Let's keep it moving. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, but like, but I do respect Jeff for what he's done. He's been around a long time, and he's man, twenty to, years, yeah come yeah. up with his own platform and stuff like where he he's he's competing with the likes of e3 and he has an award show that is technically our grammy so it's his platform that we are all looking forward to so you got to give the man his props for what he's created despite his personal interest in consoles um mm-hmm. now as far he as also he said that he also reiterated a lot in the spaces that he doesn't vote he doesn't yeah. pick the nominees. The nominees were picked from 103 people in the industry. And one of my good friends said, well, all those people are biased. I'm like, yeah, I mean, of course they are. But uh, yeah. yeah. And once I get, I get a, a, a sheet of those 103 people, I'm like, yo, what were you thinking? But um, the things that I, I want to talk about the game of the year nominees is that you have there's six, right? We have Psychonauts 2, we have Deathloop, we have Ratchet and Clank, 
we have Resident Evil 8, we have Metroid Dread, and we have it Resident take, Evil take, Village. It takes two. Yeah, you said Resident Evil 8, and then it takes two. I think yeah, that's it, it takes two. All right, so yeah. damn, did I see? All right, so cool. Um, because of that list, if Forza was in that list, it would be hands down, it should it would have should have been Forza for a multitude of reasons. It would have been the first time a non-traditional game would have won since Overwatch. Um sure. and it would have been like that accumulative thing that happens where it has the most players, highest rated game of the year, and it and it's and it broke down that barrier, right? Um, uh, and that was robbed from it. From multiple, it wasn't maybe it wasn't Jeff's fault that it was robbed, but it, I think it was. Yeah, Metacritic isn't isn't yeah. a defining factor of all of yeah. nomination, but uh, it definitely is one of the biggest games, yeah. maybe the biggest game of the year. Yeah, it's, it was huge. It was a huge uh, reception, and it was undeniable. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, and so if I'm looking at the actual nominations now, what my automatic pick is going to be Psychonauts too, because I think. When I'm looking at the nominations, it's like, okay, think about it. It takes two is great. If it wins, great. I'm not mad yeah, at it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. I don't think Resident Evil Village, I'm sorry. I th- I don't think Resident Evil Village is a game of the year contender. I haven't finished it. It's good. But yeah, I wouldn't put it above Psychonauts and it takes two. Ratchet and Clank wasn't even the best Ratchet and Clank that released in recent years. Ratchet <sighs> Can and I Clank- say something that's going to. Go ahead. That sounds hey. predictable. Uh, have you played Ratchet and Clank? Yes, I beat it. Okay. Yep. I want to. I want to. How do I say it? I'll just say it, just like I always say it to my friends when when it, when I'm not shield when I'm shielded behind a live show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you, all 600 of you who are here listening to Kid and I talk about this. We really appreciate it. Um, I feel like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is a great game. Like it was great. It was good. Uh, it wasn't super memorable for me. Uh, I felt like when I got halfway through it i was just kind of like all right let's keep going until we're done and it's done that was a good game and then i put that's how i feel about it mm-hmm. and that makes that makes makes me sound like a biased xbox fan kid where are you sitting on that because i also got that from a very mm-hmm. reasonable yeah, even, xbox even fan guys uh, even like my uh, my uh my dude jack he um playstation guy he doesn't consider ratchet and clank uh, a guy he would have rather returnal gets that to get the nod sure. over ratchet i've heard that a lot uh, which is which is fair um um ratchet and clank i ratchet and clank is one of my favorite ips from playstation so yeah i yeah. i enjoy ratchet games but i was like this one it wasn't that it was bad it's not bad i thought the the gameplay was fun the acting was great the voice casting was uh, amazing and it looks phenomenal it looks yeah. phenomenal but to me it was when that was all said and done, it was like, okay, it didn't do anything like, oh my god, it didn't have like the God of War effect or the uh, the not even the Horizon Zero Dawn effect on me. It didn't have any. It was just another game that I just add to the list. Matter of fact, um, later on, I felt like I had a better time with Kenna, which was the independent game, than I did with Ratchet. Not that Ratchet was hard or bad or anything like that. It was just, it was okay. It was just an okay game it was it was was nice we got through it but it did nothing that said this is had had, returnal did like everybody's saying in the chat like returnal Mm -hmm. brought that extra like Mm -hmm. uh that surprise factor yeah i suck at that game so bad i need to get dropped but you did you finish it right on your no how far did you get i got to the end of volume three and then i uninstalled the game the game's ridiculously difficult uh and house mark is known for that mm-hmm. i just now nah, we don't need to get into return i just wish they gave you more to shoot 
while mm. you're trying to find your way. Uh, but when I do get into battle, I, I die. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. So what? there's some other things that, that Jeff said, uh, kid. He was talking about, he asked me if, and, and the rest of the group, if they should do, they've kicked around several ideas because to, to Jeff's credit, one thing that has really been on their mind as the group that runs the game awards is how do we make this uh, more palpable for the fans and make sure they feel represented and make sure that it's fair. And he said, they put out the player's choice award. He said, but even that is inherently flawed. These are basically pretty much his words. He says the player choice award is inherently flawed as well, because when you bring it out to the internet and say, you guys pick who you think game is a game of the year is you'll get a platform. You'll get some people that are big on social media. Mm -hmm. All it takes is one big person, like Mm -hmm. um, one big, like if Dr. Disrespect put out a big campaign and just said, Hey, I think this game should win. He would immediately have 10 times more followers than anybody else or a hundred million times. You know what I mean? So he's, he's very, they're very well aware that the player's choice gives them a voice, but it's very flawed and it can be very skewed. Mm -hmm. So, all it does is allow them to them to have a voice. So, and he also said that his panel they could it, it could be a popularity contest among them. But he said the player's choice is a massive popularity contest where it could be socially engineered, as he said, yeah. to pick a game. Like you could get a whole team ra- rallying behind the PlayStation to make sure that a PlayStation yeah. game wins. Yeah, and we may see that. But uh, one thing they did kick around was he goes, "What if we?" just pick 10 games that were the best of the year from our panel. And then we just highlight them and say, here's number one. Here's number four. Here's number nine. And uh, everybody's like, no, no, don't do that. He says as gamers. (laughs) Yeah. I I got quite a bit of respect from Jeff. I've I've been watching him for 15 years. So I've always thought he was the Ryan Seacrest of gaming. Yeah. Because I'm old school like that. As far as like that era, I'm glad that he's bringing this platform. So I have this respect for him where he said, uh, as I'm losing my train of thought, he says that gamers inherently want the competition. And this is the last part I'll end on this and, and, and we'll, we'll keep going. But he said that gamers want competition. They want to see who wins. And that's ingrained in who we are as gamers. So he doesn't want to take that away from us, yeah. which I think is cool. And then I said, well, you know, Jeff, I've, I've talked to a lot of people on social media and it seems like everybody is there for the world premiere. And he laughed and said, you're absolutely right, Colt. <laughs> we pulled it in multiple different demographics. He said, we know. He goes, it's just the icing on top of the cake. We want you to see who wins, but it's really a vehicle to bring developers in and publishers to showcase what's hot. So let's move into this and talk because we can talk about what's going to win Game of the Year. I think yeah. what we might know what could be win, win Game of the Year. Yeah. But let's talk about Xbox. There's rumors that there's two things, kids. So I want you to start off. What are the two things you're fairly sure Xbox is going to show? Because he, they've got they they've got Jeff Keeley's ear, and uh, he's going to give them the stage for a little bit. So what is the world premiere? World premiere. All right. So it's going to be. I got if it's two. I got three in mind, but I'm just honestly my picks are going to be extremely boring because I, I'm just following the rumors and following whatever jazz Corden says. Um, okay. Yeah, that's, a, that's good. But the Let's three, the, the three options of the two. So the two, I think if, if they're going to be big games, it's going to be Hellblade two and avowed. I think those, okay. those could be the two. Bring and, Hellblade back to the game yeah, awards yet again. Full circle. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, and if it's not Hellblade and Avowed, it's Hellblade. Hold on. Hold on. Because people people got to know, like, uh, if you had to bet on it, right? Mm-hmm. Are we going to see gameplay of Hellblade? If we're seeing Avowed? Hellblade again, we're seeing gameplay of Hellblade. Nice. Okay. I agree with you. Uh, because at that point, will we'll be the point of showing another cgi <laughs> we already it, oh that would infuriate me man yeah, it wouldn't it's not really necessary it's at been this two point. years yeah um about same could we see now with about now which one is more like closer to release so which one's what which say one's again? closer to release oh closer to release um well, it should be Hellblade, should but be Hellblade. just Corden like got to see pre-alpha gameplay of Avowed, so, so of Avowed, right? So, uh, if it's been like five months or whatever, they could have something ready because all they need to do is get a, the vertical slice of gameplay, right? They don't need yeah. to show eighteen minutes of Ghost of Tsushima, but following a fox on a horse, right? They just yeah. need to show a two or three minute sizzle trailer of the game in action. Yeah. So are we going to see avowed gameplay? If, I, th- I think we get both like cinematic gameplay of both, like like cuts because th- these premieres at these awards shows aren't they? They can't be as long as E3 premieres and stuff. You know how E3 you can actually have time to show off. Uh, yeah, th- these things the game wars are, aren't going to be that long. So I figure we're going to see gameplay, but it's going to be like mixed in with cinematic cuts. Uh, but we'll have a better idea of what the game actually looks like and play like versus what we saw originally of these two games. <laughs> like the, I just keep going back to holding the sword and doing the sign and yeah, then it's yeah. over, right? But that animation is in the times. game, according to Jez. That animation is actually in the game. Right. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, please uh, go read um, Jez Corden's uh, preview on that. I think it's like three months ago. You'll find yeah. it on Windows Central. Okay, I got to ask what your number three, your wild card uh, uh, prediction is. Uh, just, I interrupted you. Is, is is Josh Sawyer's game from Obsidian? His little game, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, got a little game. That game is due to come out in 2022, so it's actually due to come out next year. So I was like, if it's it could be a game with that's what is it a game that's going to come out before E3? If it comes out before E3, then we we would see it. As far as we know, Josh Sawyer's game. Uh, so there's essentially three teams working on games. Well, kind mm-hmm. of four teams working at obsidian you've got the grounded team Mm -hmm. which is 13 to 14 people you've got the avowed team which is the bigger team Mm -hmm. and if outer worlds 2 is probably maybe they're just kind of doing some pre-planning stuff because that game's ways out yeah and then josh sawyer has a non-combat dialogue based rpg is that what it is yeah the 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 murder mystery game project i don't i don't want to see that at the game awards i want two big ones and the chat is saying, I don't, like, I don't want to see it either, but I, I'm just trying to be realistic, right? I was like, sure. I don't want to see that, but I, I can see that happening. But to me, I think it'll be a total surprise to me. Whatever they show outside of Avowed and, uh, and Hellblade will be a total surprise to me. But that's my money's on Avowed and Hellblade too. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't give it a whole lot of thought because uh, – once we get closer, I'll really start digging into some of those rumors and some of the Jez Corden whisperings. But uh, Avowed has always kind of been my game, I think, they'll show. Um, it's crazy. Xbox has so many games because people are talking about contraband. They're saying, are we going to see Starfield? And, and other people are saying, Starfield is probably something we'll see at E3 yeah, to yeah. come out in November of next year. Um, and Fable, I think it just – the more I hear about Fable, the more I think it's 2023 or 2024 – Mm-hmm. Man, 
I just I actually like that Xbox is taking their time and not rushing to to meet like quarter one or quarter yeah. four uh, deadlines. Uh, I think that's super important. But um, yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, there's a uh, Michael L says Indiana Jones. There's a, there's so many. Let yeah. me see if I think I have a couple uh, super. I mean, they got surprises with Wolfenstein. Like who knows? <laughs> yeah, like where's Wolfenstein? <laughs> That was so funny when Todd Howard said, "Like uh, Machine Games is so good at, do- at the killing Nazis thing." I was like, "Oh my gosh, what a quote!" And, and nobody actually got upset, but because yeah. they know—I mean, they have been—they've been—they've been doing a good job with that. Yeah, uh, portraying that in video games. Donataku, thank you so much for the five dollars super. He says, "Battlefield 2042." This is going back to our performance gap. He says, "Battlefield 2042 on average is 200 pixels higher." Well. Uh, that would be like a few hundred thousand pixels when yeah. you go the multiplication. Vertical, yeah. So yes, uh, he's right. Battlefield 2042 is higher pixel count on Series X and PS5. So you can't really say PS5 is beating Xbox when it's by a 0.15 FPS adv- uh, average. Yeah, you're talking five or six FPS drops yeah. uh, lower than what PS5 drops. That's one of those situations where that's really up to the developer if they're going to take the extra time to get to know a development kit that is much mm-hmm. less familiar. Uh, I covered this before. Kid, you've probably heard this a million times. We talked about it all year, but the XDK is fairly new and the, the tools and, and, and support they have to use is a new system. And when they got on the PS5, it was just like they did on the PS4. They didn't have to learn anything new. And developers have plenty of work to do, and then the porting system shouldn't be one of their hurdles, but it yet it is. Sweeping Vistas with the Australian $5 Super. Thank you, Sweeping Vistas. He says, hey, Cole, I heard you're a contributor to a book about Xbox. What is that all about? Wink. I think he wants me to plug uh, the Xbox Era's Kickstarter book. They've nearly completed their Kickstarter target in just about a week, which is amazing. They're going to highlight everything about the original Xbox. They've asked me to contribute when the time comes. So uh, I think I've got a couple of cool stories to tell because bringing an original Xbox in five or six years after it came out for me was a, as a life-changing experience. So I'll definitely do that. But Kid Smooth, thank you so much for being on the show. We went well over two hours. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> what time is it? Are you over on the East Coast? East Coast, man. It's 10, 17. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you're so awesome. Uh, people really loved uh, the energy and the chemistry. Uh, it's great to have you on. Uh, now is your chance to plug and hype up who Kid Smooth is and where you'll be and where they can find you and what you're working on next. What's oh, in the cards? Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man, please uh, follow me on Twitter at Kid Smooth, YouTube Kid Smooth, as it's you know, shown on in, in Colt's description. Um, yep. I got a Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer review out where I'm just giving my brutally honest thoughts. But it has another, my first ever sponsored video, which is me bragging about Xbox in 2021. Check that out because that would be extremely helpful. Um, I'm on a quest to, at this point, whatever my, I'm on a quest to 15,000 subs. So that's a long way to go, but I'll be able to get there. Uh, But yeah, man, just check me out. Follow me on Twitter. Um, I I think I do most of my entertaining there. But if you want another voice in the Xbox on YouTube, uh, I need, uh, yeah, I need about 132,000 of you (laughs) to come in um, um, uh, to hit the subscribe button over our kids move. Colt, thank you. Colt, thank you for having me. And congrats on 140K. 
Oh man, it takes a long. I'm gonna put your uh, channel in the description so people can go hit the subscribe button. Uh, it takes a long time to get to those marks, man. And uh, but we're so grateful that people check out our stuff and and support us, and we're glad to support you too, kid. So nice. uh, yeah, awesome. So thank you so much. Uh, I'm Cold Eastwood. Special thanks, everybody. Uh, say goodbye to Kid Smooth. Follow him on Twitter and click that link that he's put in the chat. Go hit the sub button. Let me look at his number again. Let's see if he was lying. He's at he's at twelve thousand uh, and some change, which YouTube won't show us. <laughs> yeah. But that's pretty amazing that twelve thousand people are tuning in to check out your stuff. So it's it's a cool privilege. Uh, this is XNC Podcast on YouTube Live. We're about to close out. But thank you so much if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Pocket Podcasts. And there's two other uh, platforms I'm on there that uh, maybe be your niche of where you check out podcasts. But having it on demand is a nice little feature. So thank you so much. I hope you guys are staying safe and having a good time. Say goodbye to Kid Smooth Kid. Thank you so much for being on the show. Let's do this again. And uh, we are out of here.